right, welcome back to the I'm There podcast, guys. I'm your host, Freyway, and I'm here with my co-host, Kenny. And today, we're going to be talking about what Nintendo just dropped. I guess what Capcom just dropped, really. The new Monster Hunter trailer for Sunbreak came out. It was kind of like a little Nintendo Direct thing, and it was like 20 minutes. They released so much new information about the game. We got a release date, which is June 30th. So now Kenny and I can plan our whole lives around this because this is a big deal for us. Can I say something? Go ahead. This is off topic. I want to know if anybody caught your politeness and how I've ruined your politeness. You At the start of every episode, you say, I'm here with my co-host, Kenny. And then I always go, mm, every time. And this time, <laughs> you said, I'm here with my co-host, Kenny. And you waited I did. for a moment. I did. And I did nothing. <laughs> I, I'm not even going to edit that out. Because normally, I edit out open space if there is any. Usually, we don't have much open space. But, you know, <laughs> obviously, sometimes there's going to be open space. And I usually edit it out. But I'm going to leave that in there. Because otherwise, this won't make sense. <laughs> but anyway. All right. So... Uh, yeah, Capcom released the Sunbreak trailer release date and a bunch of information about the game. And it looks amazing. I mean, I have I have very high hopes for this. And Capcom typically delivers in the last couple of years, honestly, in the last decade. Let me be honest. The last decade of Monster Hunter has been fucking phenomenal. So well, it's one of the only things Capcom does correctly. It is. I'm not even going to be because like they fucked over Mega Man. I'm not sure what the Resident Evil trilogy like saga is at this point. Uh, a Street Fighter. I know they just announced a new one where Ryu looks like Zangief because <laughs> he's way too buff. But they haven't done too many things great in lately. But I know Monster Hunter. They put so much effort into it because it's so big in Japan and it has gotten big in the West in America because of World. And so Monster Hunter is their biggest IP at this point. Like it's their biggest thing. It's their biggest selling game ever. Uh, it's their most nominated game of all awards and things like that. It's done a lot. It's, it's brought Capcom into the conversation of, you know, dominant uh, game making companies that kind of just fell off for a little bit. Now they're like Monster Hunter keeps them alive. I feel I feel like that's what's keeping them afloat, if I'm being completely honest. That's one of the big ones for sure. Yeah, it's a huge game I, and it has a huge fan base. I talk about it all the time. But yeah, this this trailer for Sunbreak was really cool. So I wanted to check the roster for Monster Hunter Rise. And to see how many big monsters there are in the game, like how many boss monsters are in base Rise, because yeah. people like to shit on uh, Rise a little bit about how many monsters are in the game and like the content and stuff like that. But I checked and Rise by itself without the expansion has 40 monsters in it, which is actually a good amount. Like that's a good amount of large monsters that you can fight 40 monsters, 40 different monsters that you can fight. And they're adding, I'm certain, at least 40 more because World kind of started out with i want to say 30 monsters and it more than doubled by the end of the game by the end of iceborne uh it had more than doubled the original roster so i'm hoping to do the same thing for sunbreak there's so many monsters they can include but it looks like the studio has been working on adding completely new monsters and i'm not mad at that that's, dude that's really sick so i do expect or at least hope that they add 30 or 40 uh like monsters and obviously you can't make 30 brand new monsters yeah, so you know that, just but... monsters throughout the series right yep. that they add i think would be really uh really sick but the fucking three i guess flagship monsters yes. of this update are fucking sick looking. they are the first one that they show garangolm yeah he looks so cool so he is an ape like monster he looks like an yeah, ape. he's like a gorilla golem yeah he's some kind of gorilla dude that beats on his chest but he also has fisticuffs going for himself they kind of clamps together he's cool as shit and he's like a pokemon to me doesn't he give you pokemon vibes 
He he's uh remember when we had Ant on and we were talking about how <laughs> the last form of Rillaboom would have been so much cooler if he had like a wooden chest and he like beat on his shit. Like yes. he looks like he could have been Rillaboom. Yo, you know what I mean? He really does look like what Rillaboom should have been. <laughs> yeah, like he looks tight as hell. What if that's what also, Capcom does? They steal Pokemon and they they correct no, them. That I'm down with it. There's a lot they could correct. I like uh so to talk a little. First of all, he looks really dope. He was my favorite one shown. Just because I don't know, I just like he looks cool as hell. He does, look but cool. um, I also like they showed he has like the one his one arm gets like mossy and his other arm is like magma. Yeah, and it's, I think that's uses, so cool. He uses more than one element. Yeah, so he can water blight you and fire blight you. That's exactly what he's gonna I understand. Do. And what's cool about that is, and I, someone might have mentioned it in one of their videos. I watched a lot of recap videos and stuff like that. Like Gaijin Hunter is really popular for Monster Hunter content, and they were talking about how his dual blades will for sure be dual element, which is already I love that. I hope so. I really. Here's the thing. I 1 million percent hope that's true. The only, like, caveat to that is some fucking how Goss Harag doesn't even have dual blades. Like, there's not Goss Harag dual blades in Rise, even though Goss Harag literally dual wields ice, <laughs> ice fucking ice blades. Yeah. Like, he dual wields ice blades, yeah. and he there's not ice blades. not two icicles? I, I don't understand Talk it. Talk about a missed opportunity. Maybe, okay, maybe in, in Master Rank, we will fight Gossarag, and that's where his dual blades will be. Maybe I they just hope. didn't put them in the base game, and maybe you can only get them in Master because they're that OP. But you have, to, you have to imagine, Gossarag dual blades will look so fucking sick. Just two big-ass icicles. That would be dope. Like, I think, I don't know what his sword and shield looks like, or if he even has one, but I think it'd be really cool if his sword and shield was literally just an icicle and that big ball of ice. Cause yeah. you now he turns his one hand into like a club. Yeah. They just had like that ball of ice be the shield. Like that would have been, cl- I don't know. That yeah. Been I'm a fan. So yeah, Garen, Garen the new mossy monster, the gorilla, he's like a gorilla, but he's definitely more animals than that. Cause they always splice in monster. And that's kind of what makes them cool. You could tell there's like more, something more going on there. He has the iron chin, kind of like Oregon for people who know Oregon from the older games. He kind of has this big ass chin. He does a lot of belly flopping attacks that have AOE. I could tell that they have that thing where you don't necessarily have to be directly under him to get hit by it. If you're near, yeah, you have a shockwave. Yeah, you get hit by a knockback, and it does that that one animation that a lot of people hate because you can get double tapped, where it knocks you into the air and you start falling slowly. So if you're out of wire bugs when you get hit by that, you can get double tapped and just hey tipped. man, get fucked. Yeah, so I like that. I do too. Resource the wire bugs add, yeah, it, it's resource management because the wire bugs add so much mobility and just options to the game. Like their offense and defense. Yeah, I was playing. You know, I've been playing some GU here and there, and it really is different how slow the game is. Like when you get hit, like you just got to sit there and wait yep. to stand up. Yep. And uh, just a lot of the maneuverability and just. Uh, you know, whatever. Rise but keeps you on your feet a lot. You are controlling the, your character a lot more in Rise. There's a lot. There's a very little downtime because of the wire bug recovery thing, where you yeah. hold like L two and press X, and your character just kind of flips in any direction you want, including backwards, which is usually like the correct direction. Yeah. So you get to do, you get a lot of mobility. You're, there's a lot of uptime in Rise, yes. which is cool. And then to compensate that, the monsters have a lot more uptime. Like they have less. I feel like the openings on monsters are shorter in Rise. Yeah, um, as they should be. At least in my opinion, yeah. I, I think that they are short in Rise. I felt like the older games was were way more mechanical than Rise feels, where some of the monsters, sometimes I just feel like they're not even fighting on a set pattern. It's just kind of like they're doing their own thing. Yeah, for real. 
they be they start ranting sometimes. Yeah, sometimes they just start doing stuff that you're like, there's no way the AI thought to do that right there. For example, yeah, yeah. when you set a trap, I swear they're programmed to do really ignorant shit around that trap. Like I've seen Yo, it too many times. Oh, oh my god. There's been so many times where you set a trap and rise. And then all of a sudden, yep. that monster will go, like, will just circle that fucking thing. Literally Like, it'll go it. everywhere but the trap. I have to imagine that's by design, which is really cool. That should be, because in the older games, I'm going to be honest, when you put a trap down, you just stood next to it and the monster walked into it 99.9% of the time. Yeah, yeah. Like, 99.9% of the time, you put a trap down and you literally stood sometimes on the trap. And they would just yep. walk right into it and then you capture them or kill them or whatever you want to do to them. Uh, and that... You know, that's just kind of like, eh, I don't know if a monster would really be that dumb. So it's kind of cool that now they look at it and they'll just attack you. If the monster has a projectile, you're about to get beamed. Like, yeah. Gossarag will literally <laughs> just beam you from a distance. <laughs> and I like that they spam. I like that they are not afraid to blatantly spam attacks. They it's really it's kind of funny when they do it. It's kind of like, holy shit. Like, Rajang will just keep shooting his beam. Dude. I remember one time, yeah, he shoots his beam at me, and then he shot it again, and I was like, oh my fucking god. So if you wire recovered right there, you would die. Yeah, and he shot it like a third time. Yeah. I was like, what is he doing? Yeah, it gets kind of scary. Also, the first time I ever saw... Die. Do you remember the first time he shoots it like in the air? Yes. I'll never forget the first time I saw him no. shoot it in the air. I was like, well, he can do that? Me and you were playing, and that shit went straight up in the air. Yeah, that caught that caught both of us off guard. I've seen it before because he does it in older games too. That's not like a glitch or anything. He yeah, can yeah. shoot it in the air. If someone jumps off of a cliff uh, to come down and attack, let's say you want to do a great sword move and you're just jumping down and charging. If yeah. he notices you for whatever reason, he can just go. You know, how he does that little uh, ramp up before he shoots the beam. Yeah, yeah. He kind of like does a little like a little jig. <laughs> That's a little shimmy. Yeah, he does a little <laughs> shimmy, and then he shoots that shit. So yeah, it's I'm not interesting because I imagine that. That probably saw less use in the old games because they're a lot less aerial. There's, There's some a, aerial stuff, well, but... Yes and no. So in Double Cross and Cross, or, or Generations as it's known in America, uh, they had a whole style called aerial, where yeah, every yeah. weapon you could choose to be aerial, and it would happen a lot more with that. And also, if you're playing Inside Glaive, so those are the weapons where it yeah. happened a lot. Inside Glaive, well, I sometimes, you know, I like the, I'm very aerial with my Inside Glaive. I think the point of playing the weapon is to stay in the air a lot because it avoids a lot of attacks. And you're... Yep. you're uh, Who's the one guy that used to play Monster on the Rise with us all the time? I really liked him. He Kevin. Played... It's um, it's oh, Ant's that was... uh, husband. Okay, that was Kevin. Yeah, so Kevin plays mostly Insect Glaive, and he always brags about how he almost doesn't get hit because he's always in the air. And right. Zhang is a monster that kind of makes you realize that doesn't work on everybody. Yeah, he yeah. will just beam you. It's funny because, you know, I play Greatsword, so I'm up in the monster's face. So, you know, especially... But there's, you know, I die. So, you know what I mean? Sometimes I take a, I take a hit a little you too do hard. Most, you do the most damage. I I die, yeah. but and Kevin will laugh at me. He's like, Phew. like if we have cards, I'm like, well, I, mean, I haven't been hit yet. Right? Yeah, like, well, exactly. Couldn't yeah, be me. You're in the air. Yeah. He's always like, couldn't be me. You're like, we get it, Kevin. You're in the air. I remember one time he tried like another weapon and like had to deal with the monster. He was like, fuck y'all. Immediately did not like that. I was there that night. <laughs> the night where Kevin tried to pick up something else. I don't even know what something else was. It might have been like a hammer. <laughs> He did not like that shit. Being he was grounded, like, I'm going back to the air. Having to walk around and dodge attacks by rolling. Like, that just was not in his mm -hmm. cards. He did not like it. But yeah, this looks amazing. This monster, I do want to talk a little bit more about it because every time we go into one little detail about it, I just kind of like, I don't know, get a little sidetracked. But the fact that he has two elements is really cool. Not just for the dual blades, 
they could do some really cool things that they've never done before. And I'm not going to get my hopes up too much because anytime you think about completely revamping how things work, like it never happens that or or it's just like so out there. But I was thinking, why do dual blades have to be the only weapon that can have two elements, right? Yeah, yeah. Like, what if the insect glaive, one side of his insect glaive is, is fire and one side is water? You know how insect glaive has two blades? Like, it's yeah. bladed on both sides. So it would be yeah. cool if literally half of the damage dealt is considered fire damage and half the damage dealt is considered uh, the uh, water damage. That would be, like, stuff like that. Charge blade, when you do your super amped elemental discharge and it do does that shockwave. Like, what if the shockwave is, like, a mixed explosion of, like, steam or water and fire or something like that? Oh, my God. That'd be insane. Yeah. Just thinking about but stuff like that. Like, dual blades don't have to be the only weapon that does that. Yeah. That would be sick as fuck. Or the hammer. When you charge the hammer, you know how some hammers have animation. For example, when you charge Rajang's, it literally starts to electrify, and the, the hair on it becomes gold and bright and glowing. Uh, it would be cool when you charge his hammer. The first charge, it turns into a magma hammer, because it's going to be all a big rock with moss over it, right? And when yeah. you charge it it'll literally glow that fire red like we saw in the trailer. But then when you charge it the second time, it becomes water and it rotates every time you charge it. It, it uh, switches the element. Something they could do specifically because of the way Rise Hammer works. I don't know how it works in like world. But if you remember, Rise Hammer has two forms it anyway. It does. So you could just, it, like the one form could be the magma form. And then when you change to the other form, it's Yo, like uh, charge plus A, so cool. it's the water form. That would be, okay. I like that a lot better actually. As opposed to just like, you you know, you charge one time and it's this and you charge another time. I like that you can just press R2 circle and it becomes up. Oh, now I'm in water mode. And that, yeah, 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 that, yeah. And I'm hoping <laughs> that his weapons have a shit ton of raw. I just feel like because he's Dude, one of those monsters. It, it, it has to, right? Like, yeah. He's just a fat boy. Like, I need the fat boys he, to do fat damage, You right? never see a monster literally stand up on its high legs and, and, and clank its arms together. Like, on some, <laughs> I want a box type shit. You know what I mean? Like, he's such a boxer. Yeah. I, uh... I really hope his weapons have just fat, fat raw. Speaking of weapons and their stats or whatever, something they said toward the end of the direct thought was interesting was they said that when Sunbreak comes out, they're going to, regardless of whether or not you buy Sunbreak, they're going to release a patch to update the game to Sunbreak standards or whatever. So even yes. if you don't have Sunbreak, the game's going to be all updated. And they mentioned, like, I don't know, what they mentioned signaled to me that they're rebalancing all the weapons that already in exactly the game. exactly what you should interpret from that. That's exactly what's going to happen, by the way. Okay. So I will expand on this a little bit. World to Iceborne, the the last precedent we had, uh, Charge Blade and regular world was outrageous. It was very unbalanced. It was so unbalanced that it got nerfed two to three times before Iceborne, and it was still like second best weapon in the game. Damn. It got nerfed literally two to three times, and it was ridiculous still. Like it's the weapon that I played pretty much the most in base world. And in okay. Iceborne, it just wasn't as good. And I don't quite know mm -hmm. how to explain it. Like, they obviously nerfed the damage. They nerfed the fact that the Charge Blade KOs monsters easily. In World, it KO'd them too easy. Like, Kenny, you would think I was using a hammer with how often the monster would get KO'd from the Charge Blade. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was one of those things where the Charge Blade would KO monsters more frequently than the hammer. Than or the hammer. And, it, yeah. and it made it like, why am I playing this weapon? The same way I started to feel about uh, the Insect Glaive in Rise, because I don't play the Insect Glaive as much in Rise. Like, I like it. But because every weapon it can technically be an aerial weapon, it doesn't feel unique to jump in the air and rise. It kind of okay, lost yeah. a bit of its luster. And I complained about this when we first started playing. I used to always say to you, like, I don't really care for the Insect Glaive as much because every weapon can do this jumpy thing. Yeah. Um, but they did rebalance it a lot for Iceborne. And it it wasn't there wasn't anything bad. In fact, most of the weapons honestly got buffs. So like Longsword, that's where it got that counter stance. That wasn't a thing before. 
Like you could always do the foresight slash where you kind of fade back and you are invincible and then you. Damn, so this is, so we might get even. I mean, obviously, I'm gonna. I haven't pre-ordered it yet. But I'm gonna. Ju- I'm. I'm pre-ordering Sunbreak. Like it's just one. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. At some point but, during. Yeah. But what's cool is that regardless, we can expect even without Sunbreak itself being out, like. Uh, all the weapons might get new moves or something. Well, so they did show at least new silkbind attacks for sure. There was a okay. part where in the trailer they showed the light bow gun. You know that's my most used weapon. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, it's just so OP and rise. That, that's the thing. There were some things they showed where I was like, I think that's a new silkbind attack, but I'm not sure because so I don't. I could tell use all sure. the weapons. Yeah, I could tell for sure there was a big reticle looking thing. A wire bug was circling a like it, it literally made a circle that was glowing. And the guy was shooting yeah. through the circle. And, uh, and I was like, what oh, the I wonder. Fuck? I gotta look at that again. Yeah, I wonder if that buffs your shots if you shoot through that yeah, circle. Yeah, yeah. So that's a really cool already, that's a really cool idea for me. And if that imagine yeah. if that provides some kind of shield too. Like I doubt it. But imagine if that's like some some kind of shield. I don't know. That would be that's just really cool. But he was shooting through that big circle in a wire bug. You see it just circling like this in, in the same spot. Uh huh. they also yeah, I showed check that out. they showed dual blades do this kind of like Sonic homing attack thing. Where oh, it, when he was spinning? Yeah, he zipped into the Oh, shit. And he started, Dude, zipping, so he started going crazy. Two blades are so cracked that I thought that was already in the game. No. When I saw it, it didn't look out of the ordinary. <laughs> like, Honestly, when I saw it, I was like, oh, yeah. Like, I remember not, that move. <laughs> you're not wrong because when I looked at it, I did think this looks like something that dual blades already can do. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But what he did was Wolverine Weapon X. Like, that, went, yeah, yeah, that yeah, was yeah, full yeah. on Weapon X, what we saw. In the trailer, they already have the Levi thing. They do play already thing. Levi, like they, yeah, they literally can Levi and they can do a lot of other moves where they kind of go up in the air and come down all crazily and shit. So, yeah. dual blades already have the cracked out looking moves. I mean, it's probably the most crazy looking attacks in the whole game, right? Like, yeah. their attacks just look amazing. Uh, but they showed, yeah, that new light bow gun thing looked really amazing. I obviously my eyes perked up the second I saw that. I didn't see anything for Hammer. I saw something, I think it was for like Lance, where the guy zipped up in the air and he came down and slammed his Lance down, it looked like. Yeah. Uh oh, the main thing that I saw that this may be how in world there was no clutch claw. So for people who know Iceborne, you know the clutch claw came in Iceborne. And it was this thing yeah, where Yeah, I heard people talking about this. Some people were like really pissed. They were like, oh my god, they're adding the clutch claw to rise or something. So yes and no, because the clutch claw was kind of a disaster in a way. The way it worked was you would clutch onto the monster and you could choose a body part like leg, left leg, right leg, left arm, right arm, the head. Those are usually the main body parts you can clutch onto. And when you clutch into a monster, if you're using a heavy weapon, when you do an attack, it wounds the monster in that spot. And uh, for the next 30 seconds, the monster takes increased damage there and certain skills in your armor activate because of that. Like, for example... Weakness exploit, the most used skill in all of Monster Hunter. That skill had a higher chance of activating the crits if you were attacking a monster that is considered wounded by the clutch claw for the next 30 seconds. Yeah. So the so the meta was to have a party where somebody used a heavy weapon, clutched onto the monster's head, of course, weakened the monster's head, and it would get like this actual effect that you could tell the head was weakened, so it's visual for everyone to see. And then all the other people would just go ham on that specific spot and deal a ton of damage and kill a monster in a few minutes. Uh the problem with it was it made it where the meta, you literally always had to clutch claw the monster. You could never deviate from that strategy. And that's, I noticed with Iceborne, we, or not with Iceborne, I noticed with Rise, we kind of just play freely. Like we approach the monster yeah. how we want to. There's no like, Kenny, go do the head for me. And then 
I'll do, I'll shoot it and all. Like, there's none of that. Like, yeah, we, we just we, play. Like, I do my best to get the tail. Yes. Like, I'll go, I'll do ch- I chase the tail on. But yeah. But it's not scripted, though. It's not like we have to weaken the head before we can even start really doing damage. Yeah, yeah. We just kind of like fuck it up. And then when the monster starts getting close, we're like, hey, did we break the back yet? Somebody try yes, to break the back. That's exactly how we fight. And like, we scripted depending on, oh, you need a, a gem. So we'll cut the tail off and we'll break the head because that's the highest chance to get a gem. Yeah, yeah. So we coordinate that way, which is way more fun than having to specifically go by the script every fight. It becomes real old so quickly. Yeah. But what the Clutch Call did add, which was really good for Iceborne, is this thing where you could send a monster into rage mode immediately as soon as the fight starts. You don't have to wait to deal enough damage. You can crash their... You, you shoot them in the face and it makes them crash into a wall. And when you do that... Uh, they instantly, they fall down for like 10 to 15 seconds. So it's a day, you get to do a bunch of damage on them, the whole party. Then they get up and they immediately get enraged. And that made the skill Agitator meta. Yeah, yeah. Everyone in Iceborne used Agitator because you can instantly make a monster go into rage mode. So all the best sets use Agitator 7. And that was, the, so weakness, exploit level 3, Agitator level 7, attack boost level 4, because that's when you start to get the crit extra and all that. You only needed a 4 of it. Uh, and then a couple yeah. other damage skills, and that was it. Like, that was the meta. That was the entire meta for the whole game. Obviously, crit boost, stuff like that. But it was just, it was the typical crit stacking. You stack your skills with crits, and then you had Agitator 7. You The fight started, you clutch call the face, slap the monster to a wall, monster falls down, everybody attack it, and then after that, it's enraged. Now you guys are doing even more damage. Somebody might flash bomb it out the air, whatever, and then it just gets jumped. Every fight was scripted, yeah. though. It felt very scripted. So that that's um. So hopefully they whatever they do for this because I saw it's like a new the way they're doing it in Rise. As far as we know, is like this endemic life thing. It's like this little spider. It's like this blue spider is what people assume. Or so something. I'm, I know, saw I'm not something. Sure. I saw something that looked interesting. There was a part against Tigerex. Uh, you saw the wire bug attached to Tigerex's face. And the guy yanked the wire bug, and Tigrex got yanked into a yeah, wall. Yeah, he yanked forward. Yeah, yeah. So when I saw that, I thought. So I thought I didn't. I guess I didn't realize that was an endemic life thing. I thought that was a silk bind attack when I first saw it. I thought it was like a new silk bind attack for Lance or something. Um, I didn't I, realize it was so the other thing. I don't know if it. I think it is a silk bind move. So I think that you will have to use one of your wire bugs to do it. But I wonder if it's like how the clutch call, every weapon had the clutch call. Everybody who play Iceborne, all of us have, no matter what weapon you're using, you have this ability to jump on a monster and clutch it and then slam into a wall, no matter yeah. what you're doing. So I wonder if they're trying to correct the clutch claw where all of us have the option to use our wire bugs to yank a monster and into a wall and slam yeah, it. And yeah, then yeah. It'll enrage them. It'll put them down for a little while. And then you can jump it. Also, uh, for people who have never played Iceborne, I just want to say... If the monster is enraged, when you clutch onto them, uh, it's a lot more risky, and they can't be slammed into a wall at all enraged. So it's not like you can spam that that thing. Like it doesn't it doesn't work like that. Just to, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like people will probably be like, well, why don't you just break the game and like have one person constantly smack the monster into a wall? It doesn't work like that. Once the monster gets up and it's enraged, if you clutch onto their face, typically you'll just get like fireballed off, or if you're fighting Karen or something, you get lightning bolt, or Rajang will literally pull you off his face and slam you and kill you. He had, a, he, had a, he had a special, he only, and only him had he, a special he'd be move. snapping. <laughs> yeah. You clutched on the he, he literally would, like, grab you off of his body and slam you and kill you. I love when he, like, picks up a trap. Like, he'll pick up a, a shot oh, yeah. trap. Like, and then, what the fuck do you think this is? Crumble that shit in his hands. Yeah, he gets so out of control. But yeah, I saw a couple things that looked reminiscent of Iceborne, but in a good way. Because I think the wire bug is already such a big improvement over the clunky feeling of the clutch claw where you had to kind of aim it 
awk perfectly. Oh, I want I want to grab the leg, and sometimes you would miss, and you end up on the face, and you're like, well, fuck, I got fireball now. Um, it was just clunky. It's very clunky. Hopefully, they learn from that. I think they have. And that's the thing about Rise. Most of its mechanics are really clean. Like the wire yes. bug, the aim, because like we we Spider Man around, and I almost always feel like I'm moving the way I want. Sometimes like I'll hit a wall and yes. I'll side run the wall instead yeah. of up. <laughs> that's the only thing. We all have that issue. With that. <laughs> Fucking time when we accidentally start running, and we just. Dude, there's so many times where we're playing, and like either I'll be doing it or Fraser will be doing oh, get it. Get down, get down. We'll, we'll just hear each other going, like, wait, no, hold on. I don't want to go that way. Yeah, like, like, stop, stop, because you'll be dying. Too. Like, your health will be low. And you'll accidentally start running on a wall. Like, no, no, I'm about to die. Oh my God, somebody heal me. Life powder me. Life powder me. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Dude, that's the fucking best when like you're getting fucked. And like, realistically, it's going to be nobody's like ready to life powder you so you're like yeah. save me save me. and everybody else is like what the fuck you want me to do yeah like i'm literally charging my great sir right now <laughs> what are you on about those are those moments are hilarious they make monster hunter fun like the the unexpected shit that happens makes it so fun where you don't expect honestly every time someone dies you have to imagine the person probably didn't expect to die the way they did so those yeah. moments are always hilarious when they're trying to get saved and no one can save them <laughs> except like, for help me there's there's so many times luckily i'd say 80 percent of the times i say it it doesn't come true yeah but there's so many times where like all right i'm dead like, you say I'm that in all a the time <laughs> kenny kenny will immediately own up to dying and then he does 90 percent of the time doesn't die but he will say i'm dead at least every other mission <laughs> sometimes like, multiple times i'm dead dude because they hit so hard and sometimes like I'll be in a position and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna hit him so hard, yeah. and then something just kind of goes wrong and my health goes down. I'm like, all right, I'm dead. Like, it's yep. it. I'm done. Like I'm if he dead. attacks me, if he chooses me again, because <laughs> the AI, you know, it can. It's weird. The AI used to be so predictable in the older games where it would target player A, then B, then D, then C, and it would kind of rotate around like that. Where if you got hit, you could pretty much expect that you're not going to be the next target after you got hit once. Now, in the newer games, the monsters are way more intentional, I feel like, and they'll hit you down and then go straight for the person they just hit. Like, I want you again. Yes. You and me again. Oh, man. Dude, I, um, oh, go ahead. I don't know why when you said that, I thought of Tetronodon. I guess because I, I remember sometimes, like, especially early, and knocked down by Tetronodon. He's the Kappa, like, thing, if anybody yeah. doesn't know. Yes, the they big, get the big sumo belly. Mm -hmm. But, like, he'll knock you down, and then he'll jump in the air and do, like, a King Dedede, like, butt slam. Yeah. Like, yeah, he um, is, it's like a combo move. Yeah, yeah. He also so, has a move where he, uh, he slams down, and you fly up into the air, and then he shoots the water balls. Yeah. And if you don't have you know a water but you just get hit, you get double tapped. When the trailer first started, and they first showed uh, the Gorilla Golem, yeah. Um, I forget his name. His name is Garen. call him Garen. We're going to call him Garen anyway. When he first showed up, I thought it was Tetranodon, like for a second. Okay. And then I realized it wasn't. Uh, but I would love, I really hope there's a quest where you have to hunt both of them. Like, I, oh, I think for sure. they should be like Tetranodon and Garen in, in the same quest. Like, I want to hunt both I of them. I imagine Tetranodon is going to do the thing when he bulks up and tries to come at, he's going to do a similar yeah, thing. He does like his little him. sumo. And you're going to see my man Garen just absolutely dick him just like you're not going anywhere yeah i would love if they had a turf war uh there was a turf war shown with the other monster revealed in a trailer the luna garen the werewolf yeah. the ice werewolf and that looked really cool you saw the ice werewolf jump on his back started going crazy now i was trying to understand from my perspective typically there is 
a weak, like a weak large monster, a medium large monster, and then the apex. So, for example, uh, a lot of times you'd have Rathalos as the apex of the area. Then you'll have something on a mid level, like I don't know, just like one of the little mid level monsters, like Tetranodon, for example. Is a, he's not a boss. He's a yeah. mid, he's a mid boss type of monster. Yeah, and then you yeah. have he's something like Arzuros and shit. Yes, and then you'll have something small like the little, the Great Baggy. Yeah, and those three will be on the map at the same time. So there's like the smaller large monster, the medium, and then the the real deal that's at the top. I wonder if the werewolf, I don't know why he was giving me vibes like he was going to be the, the medium monster. And the only reason I'm saying that is because I didn't expect them to release three apexes, but then they called them the three lords. They did call them the three and lords. So and I thought that was so sick. I love that name. So also, because of that, I do think that they probably are all apexes, which is amazing. That means that that ice, that ice werewolf is going to be difficult. Yeah, I like the one little move he did. He, he, he did this that but there was um there was a part where he goes and then like he's like kind of backwards and he he hooked up one of his back legs and did like a little back leg swipe. I was oh, like, yeah. what the fuck was that cute little yeah, move? Like good. I don't know, it would just it looked really funny. Like he he like did a little back leg swipe like a like a little bitch. There was one like, move where he started exhaling this mist, this icy mist shit. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if that freezes you, but it probably does. We have to. Uh, Hold up, you're gonna get ice blooded yeah, for sure, and probably break your controller because it'll it might be that thing like when the spider. Make sure yeah, you yeah. move. You probably get frozen and you start moving slow. Uh, that I don't know. That type of stuff always interests me. He also did a thing where when he does grow his ice body, because he kind of starts off without the ice on him, and then he howls and when he's enraged and he grows fucking ice armor, and he stands up on his hind legs like a true werewolf, and he starts fighting you on his hind legs, and he travels yep. a great distance. They showed him cover a large. He, the guy was so far away from him, and he got to him so fast that it kind of freaked me out. He is really cool. Something I wanted to mention in talking about these three monsters and them being the three lords. I don't I don't know if you noticed this. Maybe you did. But if the people listening haven't noticed, did you guys notice that the theme of the monsters seem to be really, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Like um, horror movie. Like the main dragon's like a vampire. Oh, yeah, that is true. A werewolf. And I th- the golem's like Frankenstein. Like, if you look at him, he's like kind of Frankenstein. Looking. Yo, you're absolutely correct. You're a hundred percent on the mark, like no question. That is exactly what they did. That's so cool that the theme is that because I did know that the Elder Dragon is Dracula only after watching a lot of content this week for Monster, and it kind of said that he sucks the life out of things. So even yeah, before yeah, like, we got this, we knew that part. But yeah, even in the very first trailer, yeah, it gave we, a very vampiric feel. Yeah, they let us know that because he, we literally saw him suck the life out of like a Rathalos or some shit. Uh, but. Now that you say that, yeah, we do have Frankenstein, a werewolf, and I, I don't know what the third one would really be, but I guess we'll find out. It'll come to us eventually, but that is really cool. So, Something else that I uh, wanted to mention was we were talking about the Wirebugs a lot. We were talking about Garen and the Luna Garen. Uh, so Garen is the golem, and then Luna Garen is the wolf. I feel like when I looked at the trailer and the brief amount that I could see that they've designed those monsters to use your Wirebugs more I, oh. and the only reason i say that is because i do feel like rise is easier than any other monster game i've ever played because of the wire recovery move where you do get up immediately and typically that's just like a get out of jail free card there's very few missions where people cart three times uh and it's just like it it, it does well, it, sometimes it, especially when you're kind of new to it i love when you fucking wire recovery into a move yep. you just smacked again. that even <laughs> happens when you are a veteran and sometimes you yeah, just, yeah. you just forget not to be so jumpy with it. And yeah, you don't do oh, that shit, oh, and it's like, oh, fuck. And you get smacked yeah. again. So sometimes you have to learn to just patiently wait on the ground. Like, you're invincible. Yep. Just wait. 
Uh, I, I, I'm hoping that, and the reason why I say that, and then look to me, uh, those monsters have some really wide sweeping attacks. The, yeah. the Garangolm, when he would jump up in the air and come down with that splash, it would, it covered so much, not only because of his big body, but the splash effect. It covered so much distance that I was saying to myself, if I was using my light bow gun, which I love using, when he jumps at me, I have to wire bug do that thing where I zip out the way. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. Can't get, I won't be able to get out of the way of that attack by just dodge rolling. That will not happen. <laughs> so <laughs> I, they found, oh. I, I feel like they're finding ways to force the wire bug usage to make the, the fights more intense. Which is good. Yeah. For, which is good for everybody. That's just going to make everything. Resource management will mean a lot more. Uh, it also means that rise is kind of like the training wheels. We want you to get used to the movement, but then we're going to turn it up to where you have to really be an expert at using this movement correctly. Yeah, I really hope that they get even like even the monsters already in rise get more new moves in master rank. Yeah, like they get like they another new they move. Always that do. Will they always do some crazy shit. They always do something that. Now I haven't played all of them, but. A couple months ago, I was I turned Rise back on. I was dabbling with some of the quests they added. They added some really hard shit. Whereas like like I remember I fought an Apex Mizutune and like a special mission they added, and uh, I was like, this bitch didn't hit this hard before. Like hell no, sh- she was hitting me so fucking hard. And so, you're using the armor with the highest defense too, Valstrax. So yeah. So I, I mean, you had a conversation where I said if I got hit by that as a gunner, I know it one hit kills me. Yeah, because it 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 was bad. So. What I think is cool is that they've already added some really tough, harder hitting fights to the end of current rise. Yeah. So going into master rank, like obviously we're gonna get new armor and everything, and it'll make those fights easier. But everything that we're gonna get going into master rank is like it's really exciting to think about it going forward. Yeah, I can't wait. I'm interested in the new wire bug attacks. Those make this game feel so cool. Just unlo- like even unlocking them, the way you had to unlock them in rise was cool. You had yeah. to like upgrade the weapon to a certain level, like make a certain number of weapons, I should say, and upgrade a certain number, and then the guy will give you one. Then the other ones would be locked behind an actual quest that you had to do. Mm. Uh, I, I just think that's really cool to... And then, because we didn't really spoil it for ourselves, we would just be surprised, like, I wonder what it is. Yeah, yeah, because we didn't look anything up. Yeah, and, we and just honestly, when Rise came out, it wasn't really known either. Like, a lot of the stuff was just not known at the time. I was surprised at how much the game wasn't data mined when we were playing it. Yeah, yeah. Like, those first couple yeah. weeks... I don't even recall being able to look up a lot of shit that I'm sure now everything is, you know, everything's there now. It's, yeah. been, a, it's been a year. But I remember, like, I would go to Google stuff and it's like, there's nothing here. Like, there's there's literally nothing here. So I yeah, was, I, um, I really like that bare bones. There was a lot of just, like, that fresh exploration of learning things on the on the new was really... And I, I'm really excited to do that again in Same. the update. Something that I thought was funny, and I, I found out that they did this in World as well is uh when they showed off that defender outfit and like they added the this new outfit and this new weapon it's like oh this way you can just kind of breeze through the game and get to a sunbreak <laughs> yeah, I, I, was, I was like what the fuck like they just add they were like hey you know if you just want to skip the whole game and get the sunbreak like here you go here's some armor and they you did know, that, just- that exact same thing they did it for world for so people who go <laughs> iceborne they had the defender set it was called the exact same thing the defense was extremely high for you know what you'd be fighting you pretty much couldn't cart and then the weapons would be also ridiculous, and they would be easy to make. So all you needed was a couple iron ore and earth crystals, yeah. and you would just be able to upgrade your defender greatsword, and that shit would have 180 attack. It's like, holy hell, Like he, he should not have that. Yeah, they also showed that the fucking, it just has earplugs. Like, it just has earplugs. Yo, I did see that. Was that what that meant? Yeah, the guy didn't flinch out of the screen. Yeah, and I was like, here's the thing. I actually think, I get it, they want to... They 
give you some good armor to help you get caught up to all your friends or whatever. But I don't think you should have earplugs because that's going to give if you're if you're new to the game, True. it's going to give you an unrealistic understanding of the game. Because that armor is good. You're going to upgrade out of it, and then exactly. you're not going to have earplugs. And, you're and now you're like, now it almost is like the game's going to be harder for you now, even though it should be easier because you got better armor. You're not going to have earplugs, and you're going to just kind of get fucked. And now you say that, uh, one of the things I learned how to do in Rise, and I really only picked up this skill in Rise, I have learned how to dodge roll through roars. I've gotten really, really good at it in Rise and only Rise. I don't know if it's maybe easier to do in Rise, but for some reason... I've been so much better at the timing of a monster roaring that certain monsters, when I see them and they do that initial roar, I yeah. just get it every time. Like every time I just roll and I get, I just go right through it. And that, the feeling of that to me, cause it's, it's, you have to be frame perfect. Yeah. It's not easy. The, I mean, I can do it. Not really though. I've not, done not, it is what not, I should yeah, say. Not consistently. And like when we yeah. were playing rise, I would consistently roll through a roar. And that again, that just feels amazing to me. I so, tackle through rules a lot though with yes, greatsword tackle. Yes, yes, that is a, that that is just cheating. Uh, but yeah, when you're just walking up on a monster and you don't have your weapon pulled out and you just roll and you go through the roar, that feeling there's like almost nothing better than that. So I like that that's a skill that people can learn. But if you just have earplugs from the onset, you're gonna assume that that's how the game is. And when you start getting roared by Kizu over and over again, yeah, and you don't know how to handle it. It's like what the fuck. Yeah, it's going to be interesting when, if you just have earplugs, you play through the whole game, you know, you get the high rank or whatever, and then you finally upgrade your armor, and now you're going to be fighting monsters, and now all of a sudden you're going to be getting stun-locked. Yes, because I like, feel like part fuck? of fighting Kizu is the roaring. Yeah, I mean, he he roars the most out of I, any I monster. I think he does. Right? Out of like, the 40 just, monsters in the game. It's part of his programming. It is. Like, sometimes we'll just be fucking him up, and he'll just go, on that loud-ass screen, and everyone goes and then down. Just, and then does it again. Yep. Like, he... he will roar twice in a row yep. often, whereas, like, no other monster does that. Yeah, it's part of his actual fight. So if you just have high-grade airplugs from the from the gate, you'll be like, why is this monster just screaming like that? Like, what is going like, yeah, yeah, on? Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll just be kind of confused when you don't realize that's how he kills you, because he'll scream that is, didn't do an electric shock. That is how he kills you. You'll get fucked on. Uh, okay, so they showed okay. a couple other things. Bishaten, the monster that used to have the persimmons and the yeah, other yeah, food yeah, that yeah. Kind of throw at you. He has a form called Blood Orange. Be this form looks so cool. It looks evil as hell, too. It kind of goes with this whole Halloween theme, the, the demonic. Yeah. Thing. It looked pretty demonic because yeah. he has he already had naturally like the horns kind of mm. made, but made out of hair. So now that he's a darker color, he's blood orange colored. Now that he's that color and his eyes are darker and everything, he looks way scary. So now when you see those horns going up, it, he just looks creepy. He throws these fucking flaming pine cones, they said, and you can see them. Like, he looks really cool. I really like uh, deviants or alternates, and yeah. uh, I hope there's, you know, I just hope there's more of them. There, yeah, in, there will. In and Master Rank. and I, those are probably blast elements. So he's probably going to be a blast element monster, and mm. maybe it's just yeah, was, the. Go ahead. I was going to say, I was just assuming fire, but because I always forget blast is its own thing. But yeah. It could be blast. It's only because when he threw them, I noticed the guy was running away and they blew up. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. They actually exploded. And that just gives me blast vibes. And the community from Monster Hunter loves blast. They are obsessed with blast. Typically because blast, when you think about it, if a weapon has high raw and also blast, it's just the best weapon, right? Like Yeah, because it'll just randomly proc extra damage. Yeah, like an extra 120 or in your in, uh the higher rank 240. And then in master rank, probably 360. And so like that just being a thing is 
ridiculous. Like, I'm just doing extra damage for nothing. And that usually makes the monster flinch, too. When Blast procs, the monster will just typically go, like, it'll flinch. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's legit. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, so, yeah, the, the Blood Orange, they gave us one variant, one deviant monster. They gave us Astalos, which is, it's like a thunder bird looking thing. He looks cool as shit. I, I <clears throat> as you know, I didn't play all the monster hunters. So I saw him and I was just like, it, they made it clear he's he's a returning monster from another game. Yep. So I knew he wasn't like new, but he looks insane. He has his own music. So he's one of the four lords in Monster Hunter Generations and uh, like the double crawls for the Japanese one. He's one of the four monsters. So one of them was uh, what's that uh, dinosaur called that shoots oh, the fire? Uh, I don't uh, Glavanus or whatever. Yeah, Glavanus. Glavanus. I dude, I saw he. Because, you know, I'm playing through GU, and yeah. uh, that guy's cool as shit. Yes. So, Glavinus is one of the monsters that was one of the four, and Astalos was another one. So, you had a fire one, you had a thunder one, you had Gamoth, which, uh, or Gamoth, which was literally a mammoth, an ice mammoth, so he was ice. Oh, they gotta give me that. And then you had a cat, uh, Misa Zitsune, which I think she is actually in Rise. She's the, the water cat. So, those were the four lords, or whatever you want to call it, of the older games. And they're slowly bringing them all back. So we already have Glavinus, and we already have Mizutune in Rise. Like those are, they're just in Rise. Yeah. So now we're getting uh, Astalos, and we might be getting Gamoth, even though Gamoth is a little trickier because he... Wait, who's already in You said Glavinus is in Rise? Isn't he in Rise? Or I don't think I, so. Or am I tripping? because no. no, he, he's the one with, like, the bladed tail, right? Yeah, and he's he not in Rise. tail on his teeth to, like... Man, no, no, he's not man, in Rise. Mandela effect. In my yeah, head... Yeah, no. He's not in Rise. In my head, we had always been fighting against Glavinus. Nah, we've got uh, Aginath. Aginath. Maybe that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, but if they, I hope they had Glavinus because he looks cool as shit. I'm surprised. I really Mandela affect the hell out of myself because I told myself that he 100% was in this game. But yeah, that's how I haven't nah. played Rise in a long time. So so now out of that, like out of that list you said, the four lords, we, we have, have two. two of the four. Yep. Um, so I'm wondering but what if they really do. if they add if. In the game, the other two are just already in there. We just don't know yet. Or if through updates they add them, that'd be really cool. Like how they added Valstrax and yes. Camellios. That would be Sarah. really, really cool. I'm I'm happy to uh I'm happy to have any returning monsters. A lot of people want Gormagala. I also want Gormagala. He's a fucking shadow dragon. Uh he's just the he's pretty much the coolest thing. Like he's the for you boss monster or whatever yeah yeah he's so cool his he even that's the one monster in the game where like his story is is actually kind of cool too so i'm really here for that the elder dragon malzino i do like or malzino i do like they showed him you know before that was the first thing we ever saw of sunbreak that he was like the first thing yep i like how they showed him in this one they didn't give us too much of him but they did show him being kind of like this creepy he kind of creeps up on you kind of how you would expect dracula to yep yep and he has these little fireflies around him that they look yeah. to be alive. And well. at first I was wondering, like, is he sucking a life out of them? But they look to be alive and well. And they're just kind of floating by his body. It just I don't know. His whole aura is sick as hell. I hope that he does something cool where he, like, he, drains your life away. Yeah, he's really interesting. I wonder what element he's going to be. Like, I'm assuming they're just going to make him dragon element. I, I imagine but it too. he is super interesting. Like, well, it would be really cool if he did something. Not that... The monsters have health bars that we can see, yeah. but it would be cool if he had a move where he regained health by sucking your health. So like, two things, two things. Uh, the first time ever in Monster Hunter Rise, and out of any other Monster Hunter game, we had the flagship monster. He has that 
thing with the Hellfire Blight, Hellfire Cloak, they called it when you wore yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah. is unique. That that has yeah. never been a thing before. So it's very possible that we will get yeah. something that's unique to Miles Zeno's armor that makes it where like you have uh in Magic the Gathering, I think it's called Life Touch. Yeah. And every time you deal damage, you gain a little bit of life life back. He, he might this would be maybe on one end a little disappointing, but also kind of cool if they expand on it. He might also just be hell, Hellfire, if you because th- like if you remember when Magnamalo enrages, he becomes like more of that magenta like yeah because he's usually purple, but he becomes like that reddish magenta look when he when yeah. he enrages. And he gets the actual Hellfire coming out of his <clears throat> mouth and his body yeah. start to glow. So he, he could Malzino be a Hellfire monster. Might be yeah another Hell because like if Hellfire was introduced in Rise with Magnamalo, this might be like the the elder dragon version of a hellfire monster. True, you know what I mean? Because Magnamalo is not an elder, so that could actually be a thing. I, I wouldn't be mad at that. They, they could do, now that they've done that hellfire cloak thing, they could literally do anything like that. Like, that could be a thing, period. Because I think the way hellfire cloak worked was when a monster went enraged, you got the hellfire cloak. Yeah, it's a really cool mechanic. It's something that I wish, I hope that in Master Rank they expand, they make it more usable in sets where it's like you know maybe it won't be the best set but more usable in a set because yeah you had to put on way hellfire yeah the way hellfire cloak works is really freaking cool it is it also downs the monster it's a free down Downs the monster yeah you get a free down you get an attack buff from it Um, yes you get you do get an attack buff, and it's considered a blight so some skills i think like resuscitate or something there was something that combo yeah you can stack it with resuscitate Yeah. yeah there was things that stack with it blatantly which was really cool so you can uh, make cool sets with it. Yeah, and I, I for a while I actually used Magnamalo's armor and rise. That was that was what I wore for a long time because I actually valued the knockdown that it gave me in the beginning of a fight. Almost the knock, dude. The free knockdown is really fucking nice. Also, it's not like it's unprecedented to have like an armor that combos with because like uh, Valstrax gives you dragon blight, and then his armor just has resuscitate. Yep. Like they know what they're doing. They know exactly like, what they're doing. Yeah, they made a cohesive armor set. Yeah, he's he's really, really cool. And so those are some of the new monsters. We also already know that Shogun Sanitar is returning, so he's a crab monster that has two. I Because they didn't say, okay, I'm sorry to cut you off, go ahead, right? Go ahead, go ahead, go on. But they, um, because I don't really think they gave him any, like, he was just quick. Like, he, he was, was there quick. He was and they didn't. Fast. They didn't talk about him really at all after that, right? Yeah. And the only reason why I called it is because I'm playing through Generations Ultimate here and there. And that fucking monster is a son of a bitch. He's a, he's right? a yeah, he's a menace, right? Dude, he fucked me up because he inflicts bleed, which I don't think is in rise. Yo, bleed is crazy. Oh my, dude, he. I remember just Bleed's getting so angry. Back. It's probably. Coming I back, hope man. it comes back because it's not in rise, and it is so fucking frustrating. Like I remember, like he whipped my ass. I was like, this fucking monster, <laughs> and I went I like it. he beat the shit out of me, and I was bleeding and like. I was like, dude, everything I do causes me to lose more yes. health. Like, this is such bullshit. You, if you don't crouch, you are going to take damage. So when I saw him for a quick moment, I got really hyped because I just want to, I can't wait to kick his ass. Yeah, he's going to be, he's going to be a motherfucker for sure. The other thing that we got was uh, new maps. And so this was cool and disappointing for a quick moment. Okay, go ahead. I'm interested in the disappointing part. I think it's only one map. Oh. It's all that is one map. Now, if the map is fucking gigantic, yeah. then it's really fucking cool. Yeah. And in general, it's really cool. But I think they said 
after, when they showed it, they showed like a swamp, they showed like an ice area, they showed the castle, and I was like, this is amazing, we're getting three new maps. But then as the presentation went on, I forget the way it was worded, but it was worded in a way where that was all one map. Yeah, I did hear them say something about how it is kind of linked, but they showed so many different sceneries that I... I guess I just thought like maybe some of these are not all in one map. I don't know. It's the, yeah, yeah. the jury is still out for that. Uh, but I do know what you're talking about. Cause that was at the very end of the trailer. It kind of sounded like it was, it was one map and they do have a precedent of doing that in Iceborne. They had this place called the guiding lands at the end of the game. It was the in-game content. They combined every map in the game into one big ass map. Literally you would go from the desert. And if you walked far enough, it would start to transition into right, well, that is fucking sick. Yes. It would transition into the volcano. It would transition into something called the Rotten Veil, where how Anthony talked about in the Elden Ring podcast, everything was rotted. Then it would transition into like a, a beachy looking area or whatever, or ice area. And that, that was a thing. So they have a thing about doing that already. So I wouldn't be surprised if it is one map. I'm hoping it's at least two, because all it takes is two to be more than they gave us in Iceborne. Iceborne gave us one map, and it was an ice yeah, map. Yeah. And it, like I said, it was the biggest map in the game and it was beautiful and it was amazing. And you could see your footprints and it literally looked the most beautiful thing when you play it in 4K at 120 frames per second and all that stuff. It was it was beautiful, but it was one map. And yeah, yeah. I get it. That's one of the downsides of having a game running at that high level. The graphics are so high on the PS4 and also on PC and it can handle these really amazing details on everything, right? Every monster, every leaf you can zoom into, and it looked beautiful. But mm -hmm. the cost of that is that it takes them months to make one. So, yeah, you, yeah, so yeah. you only get one. Whereas Rise, by no means are the graphics bad in Rise, but they're, I feel like they're definitely lower than Iceborne, and therefore I feel like we could at least get two. I'm really hoping for two. I only want two because yeah. that's, that's just more than Iceborne. Yeah, a two would be great if even if it is the one. As long as the because my only, yeah. it's just I just want it to be big. Like when I'm in the snow area, I want it to almost feel like this is its own map. Yes, but I can just so happen to walk to this swamp. Um, that would be ah, oh, that would be so fresh. And even if it is only one again, like how they did in Iceborne, like sure, that's fine. It's one map and it has all these different areas in it, and it's really big. And they, I think it's called the Citadel, the new locale, or whatever. That's 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 fine. But we also have other new things like the new village, the new base of operations. I got so hyped for the new hub. Yes, it looks way cooler than Kimura Village. Yeah, I like it a lot. So one thing I like about it. So first of all, I do like Kimura Village and I like the theme. It's like, you know, a old school Japan kind of area, yeah, which yeah. is cool. But I do like how this new village we're going to has Monster Hunter characters. If if you know what I mean, like when you when you look at the the blacks when you look at the characters there, they in Kamura Village they all look like like old school Japan characters. And villages, and this yes. new and this new hub, they look like what you see in other Monster Hunter games. Like yes, they look like Monster Hunter characters. They're on a mission, and this this is something that they built. Like this is an yeah. actual base. Kamura Village wasn't a base; it was an actual village, and you were just a guy who was you know saving the village and stuff like that from the uh, rampage. Yeah. In this game, in this expansion, the whatever fleet this is with the girl, she's like the leader or one of the leaders of the fleet uh, who recruited you. You come here and they set up this base to try to like figure out what's going on with the monsters, what like why are things moving the way they are. That's the storyline of every monster Hunter game doesn't change, and we don't really care anyway. But the what I did notice is that there's way more verticality in this. Yeah, 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 yeah. It goes up way higher. Like Kamora, yeah. when you're waiting for somebody to accept the mission or do whatever they're doing, like, you know, Medina might be 
making a new weapon or getting his uh, coatings and stuff together, we kind of just zip around in the village on a wire bug. And yep. there's not really much to do in the village when you're kind of zipping around. Like, yeah, like you can get on top of a house and then jump down and that's pretty much it. But, uh, and that yeah. gets old really fast. Like I just kind of hang there, then I flip back, then I do it again, then I flip back, then I do it again, I flip back and I'm, I'm bored. Uh, this, because of how high it looks like this village goes, it just has so much verticality to it. That just goes perfectly with the wire bug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the dog and all that I, stuff. I am excited, like, with it being, because it looked like it was pretty high. It does. It, it looks like it, it looks up. like you could just kind of flip around and shit and just kind of, you know, just dick around in the village. And from some angles, it looked like maybe there, were, there wasn't many places to go in the village. But then there was other times where I was like, no, I think there is a lot to go. Because there's this whole other room that you go to where, like, you talk to the fucking, the mission leader or whatever and... You know, there's just a bunch of random places you can go. Like, and there's the blacksmith, and there's also a little canteen. I hope that, and this is a silly little thing that doesn't really matter, but it's something that I like. In Rise, you know, we all you eat before every mission, right? Yeah. But in Rise, you guys, you can't sit down with somebody else and see each other while you're eating. Yeah. And I do kind of like that in um some of the other ones. And so I hope that there's a thing where we can all sit at the table at the same time. Yeah, I do like you that. You can see each other, like just sitting at the table. Just simple stuff around. like that, where it feels more the camaraderie. Yeah, yeah. It's I like that Because in World, you can see each other eat, and that's really cool and everything. But then you really can't do a lot of other things with each other. Uh, <laughs> it's just so weird. So, the, the Rise has, you could, for example, if you leave outside of the hub and any game that's not Rise, you don't see each other anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whereas in Rise, I see you in the village. Yep. I can literally follow you to when you go to the, uh, the training ground where the cats are at and the boat. And all of that. We can I hang can, out everywhere in Rise. So we don't have to just everywhere. be in the gathering hub. Yep. We can go anywhere we want together. So uh, I'm looking at this thing that says new endemic life. So there's like morphed wire bugs. There's a ruby wire bug and a gold wire bug. And it says that. Oh, wait, hold on. Let me get this website up. I actually haven't looked at this website yet. Okay. I'm guessing that's where you're at. You're on the Monster Hunter website. Uh, No, I'm going to send you the link to where I'm at right now. Let me just see. How do I get out of click this link? And then it takes you to a page that just kind of has list of contents or whatever. Okay, cool, cool. And I clicked on new endemic life and it shows morphed wire bugs. So oh, yeah, yeah. So there's a ruby and a gold wire bug and it says both wire bugs make it easier to initiate with writing and improve the recovery of the wire bug, wire bug gauge. I don't know why that worked so hard for me to say today. Okay, so I remember. So when you're running around on the map, because you always have two wire bugs, when yeah. you're running around on the map, you could always you could pick up a third one that you'll yeah. have for like a minute and a half. So and it'll just be a third wire bug. But now this is saying that you're gonna ha- there'll be like a ruby wire bug, and you'll yep. pick it up so you'll have your third wire bug. But it's gonna have boosted stats or whatever. Yes, and it looks like the thing that you were talking about the endemic life, the marionette spider. It says yeah, this is the thing that people thought was the clutch call. Yes, closely related to puppet spiders, but are differentiated by its blue hair and striking orange patterns. According to the official site, its silk can take control of a monster and potentially damage it if it's aimed at an obstacle, like a wall. Uh, more details about this new endemic life will be revealed when the summer expansion is released. So maybe I was wrong about the wire bug being able to just latch onto a monster and pull it into an obstacle and something that we all can just keep doing or do it at least once every fight. Maybe they're like, if somebody wants to go grab this on the map, sure. Because you know how some... Sometimes uh, when a when a match starts, when a, uh, you know when we load into a new map, sometimes I'll go and grab the puppet spider. Yeah, yeah. And I, I'm going to go grab the puppet spider. You guys go and do whatever, and then I come riding, or I go and grab a monster to ride it or whatever. And 
this is one of those things where somebody can say, I'm going to go grab the marionette spider, and then you guys go to the monster, and then I'll be there in a second. Yep, yep. Something uh, something that's kind of funny, though, is, so looking at the Morth Wirebugs, it says they'll make it easier to initiate Wyvern riding. So I'm a little disappointed. Like, part of me was hoping. So in Kingdom Hearts 3, when they added critical mode, they added new abilities. Like, one of those abilities was it takes away your ability to use the Disney attractions, like, because in Kingdom Hearts 3, your summons were essentially like a fucking Ferris wheel and like a <laughs> and like a, a goddamn merry-go-round. And it's yeah. just like nonsense. Yeah. And uh, it'd be like rides from the Disney park. And they they and they do hella damage. So one of the things was they they made it an ability to equip, you can't do that anymore, but it makes it easier to do your form changes to transform into different forms, which is like I like doing that anyway. I want to do like cool keyblade forms, right? Yes. So part of me was hoping that come master rank they would make it harder to wyvern ride because i just i don't like wyvern riding i think it makes it makes a situation where there's two monsters near each other not scary at all like whereas in old games if there's two monsters in the area you're scared but now if there's two monsters in the area you're like hey that's cool i get free damage you are correct actually uh i didn't even think about that and i don't even know if i noticed that during my playthrough of rides i just knew that rise was easy and like way easier than the other games but i didn't voice that opinion too much because i don't want people to feel like i'm being condescending or being a gatekeeper while we're all just having fun you know what i mean yeah yeah like yeah there are things that i'm always going to be like yeah in the older game this is how it used to be but i don't want it to always come off like it was better because it was harder even though for me preferentially i do like harder things but i think rise is still the best monster game i've ever played and yeah. I will play that version of the game over any other version despite their harder difficulty and all that stuff but what you are saying about multiple monsters being in the area is so true because in the old games, sometimes we'd be like, yo, the Rajang just showed up and we're already fighting Devil Drill. There's no fucking way I'm staying. Like, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Like, we have to like get them out. Like, well, you'll dung bomb one of them, you'll figure it out. And then when you get to that real end game and you know your party is good, it's like me, Kenny, and two other people that we really trust. And like, we hunt together a lot. Our armor's all maxed out. Everything, nobody's coming half assed. Then we'll stay in the area. Because we're all experts, yeah, yeah, yeah. and we can handle our own against a Rajang and a Devil Joe at the end of the game, and not even be like that f- afraid. It's just like okay, like I got the dung bomb, or we, or we will just keep fighting them both at the same time. Yeah, because the thing is, like in in Rise, and I've, I didn't know uh, Rise was my first real Monster Hunter, and I fucking love the game is so fun. Yeah, but when I went back to play GU, there's things that I noticed where overall GU was clunkier. There's some really cool things in it, yeah. but ultimately when I play the game, I go man, this game's really fun too, or I like this more than Rise, but it's not that I would rather play GU. I wish this one thing was in Rise. Because overall, I like Rise more. The game's just more polished and cleaner and all the movement, etc. But I wish there was like this one thing from GU and Rise, right? Or whatever. And so one of those things was I did like a multi-monster hunt and there was two monsters in the area and they just both stayed and both started dicking on me. And I was just like, what the fuck? And it was so much because in the like other games they don't turf war either they don't turf, although turf wars are cool but the thing in rise is that like so there's a cooldown to wyvern riding right after you do it you can't usually do it again right away yeah but it even takes a still long time to do it again too i noticed that they they did think about balancing it in that way like i know you pretty much don't ride a monster twice yeah but the, what i wish happened where let's say blah 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 you rode this monster you rode that monster all the riding is done they're on the cooldown right I wish if Rajang and Rathalos ended up in the same area, they both just stayed there and you had to deal with them unless you dung bombed or whatever. What happens in Rise is like, if two big monsters are in one area, 
one of them just kind of get up and leave. Yeah. Like, they might react to each other, but then they'll just leave. You don't ever have to really deal with both at the same time. That's true. They do leave a lot. Tetronodon would just run. Yeah. Whereas, I remember in my brief playthrough of GU, there was a time where, like, I'm fighting one monster, and I didn't even realize a Kezu showed up. The Kezu roared. I got stunned. The other monster hit me. And then they both just stayed. And I was like, this is so corny. Yes. It's it's real ignorant. (laughs) But it's cool. It is. And and the thing about, so they do always kind of run now and rise when they approach each other. They'll have like a little, you know, you might uh, crash them into each other because like you said, the mounting is what makes it so easy because you can't take damage when you're mounted. So you just jump on one, beat up the other one, and then one of them will get up and leave. Now in the older games, and even this, even in World, when they had Turf Wars, I guess World and Iceborne are only two that have Turf Wars. That started that whole thing. But when they would have a Turf War, one monster would blatantly lose the Turf War. And if a monster blatantly lost a turf war, that would be the monster that got up and ran. And that shit used to make some, it, it was funny, but it also made sense. It's yeah, like yeah. you, for example, Ajanaf would try to fight Rathalos and Rathalos mm-hmm. would literally lift Ajanaf up off the ground and drop him from a really high up area, which you can imagine for a T-Rex. That's traumatizing as fuck. <laughs> and it would also say 3,500 damage on the screen. It's like, holy shit, Rathalos is so yeah. ignorant. And then Rathalos, after it slams him down, like it would fly up high as hell. So we and back in there was no wire box, so it would go so high that no one could get up there, and then it would throw it down. You would see thirty five hundred or more come up on the screen, and then Rathalos would just go Rah! in the air, and that shit was so cool to me. The fact that it would just like <laughs> I'm the apex, like don't ever try. I'm the shit. Like the fact that he would just like go lift his head up and just scream after he threw down the edge and have to show everybody. Like, it's just that establishing dominance. Like yep, I'm yep. the dominant species in the ancient forest. That Stuff like that sick. is so cool. But yeah, it, that I wonder if they will find a way to kind of nerf the wyvern riding or make it with monsters stay more often because these are things that they could easily. There's like an on switch for these types of things. Yeah, yeah. Like I yeah, have I to just, imagine there's just an AI on and off switch for it. Like they could probably easily program it where the difficulty gets turned up in master rank because the monsters don't necessarily leave after they fight. Maybe the monster that got beat up is like, I want to fuck you up now. Yeah, it's just one of those things where. I understand that as games progress, they want to make games less tedious, less annoying, blah, blah, blah. But I think, I think, and more accessible. I think sometimes, though, there's some tedium that makes the game better or some annoyances that make things better. For example, if you're hunting monsters and blah, 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 and like, if there's a part where there's two monsters in the area fucking you up, like, yes, that's annoying, but I think that adds a fun to the game. We're like, all right, I got to get the dunk. Because right now, dung bombs have zero use in the game. They're not. (laughs) They don't act like dung bombs. They <laughs> might as well not be in the game. I rarely need to use a dung bomb. Like, whereas sure, when I, I played to you, yeah, yeah. Whereas I played when I went back to the old games, I was like, oh, this is why this item exists. Yeah, yeah, you get it, you get it. <laughs> yeah. Whereas in Rise, you just you, it's I don't have dung bombs in my loadout because I don't. Have, you why don't, would I? You why just would don't I need them? Did you see the uh, the amiibo armor layered sets that we can all? That armor is sick. The Dracula armor, it's blatantly yes. Dracula. You're just blatantly Dracula. So I'm going to yes. need, I don't know how it works, but I'm going to need an amiibo to get this shit. Yes. Because same. this, the dog looks so cool to me. So there's only, at the moment, there's only one Monster Hunter Rise amiibo, right? It's just the Magnamalo one? Yes. Before these three? Yes. Yeah, I want to, so for example, with Breath of the Wild, in general, I don't collect amiibos. There's like a ton of them, but there's some games where it's like, I want them. So I have, 
every Breath of the Wild amiibo, for example, mm. that was produced. I have the Mario Odyssey amiibos, but like I don't have every Smash Ultimate amiibo because like I'm not a millionaire. Right. I was um, about to say you wildin'. As soon as you said Smash Ultimate, I was like, my eyes got so big. No, I don't because I'm yeah, not a millionaire. I have just... I think I have one Smash e- amiibo and I'd even buy it. Uh in Smash 4, I made Dr. Mario, and one of my friends bought me a Dr. Mario amiibo for my birthday. Um but other than that, you know, whatever. My my point is though, Monster Hunter Rise doesn't have many amiibos. It's just these three plus Magnamello, which is four. I might want to go out of my way to get all four of them to like celebrate Monster Hunter and like have them. But yeah. then on top of that, like I want this amiibo armor. Like it looks clean as fuck. Uh, there's other things that I'm looking at on this too. So there's a deluxe edition that you can buy, and there's a regular edition. So their standard expansion will just cost everybody forty bucks, which is nice. So oh, so the price was revealed. I didn't see a price reveal in the trailer. Well, it's apparently the the Sunbreak expansion is available for pre-order on Steam. Okay, I think it's av- available in pre-order for Switch as well. I just haven't checked yet. Yeah, so apparently it's out already as far as, well, not out, but it's the you can pre-order it right now, and it's 40 bucks, and then it's 5113. I don't know why that's a thing, but it's 5113 for the Deluxe Edition. That might be subject to tax changes, so in your area it might be different for people who are listening. I don't know how it works everywhere, but I know in uh, PA, the sales tax where we're at is like 8%. So anyway, the deluxe edition is like 50 bucks. So you pay $10, $10 more, but the deluxe edition does give you stuff. You get more layer armor. So I'm looking at this little deluxe edition uh, screenshot here, and it shows you get this thing called the Hunter layered armor set, Dragon's Bane, and the Polymute layered armor set, Seahound. So there's another layer. Oh, that's armor the set. one where um, they. it kind of looks like, I don't know, old-timey clothes. Like, it like, does. Almost like cowboy clothes. Van Helsing, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. And like that Van, goes yep. with the theme, right? I go, yeah, I'm, dude. There's, yeah, the That's, theme is cool, man. Yo, the theme is. I, I really like this. I'm, I'm loving this whole. Now that you pointed it out, and I'm noticing. Now I'm gonna notice it in everything, and also the name Sunbreak, right? Because that's kind of that's the great hope. Think about Demon Slayer fighting Akaza. Like they, yep, they yep. died if Sunbreak didn't happen. Yeah, so yeah, it's really cool. Uh, and there's another thing. If you buy it early, uh, you get the loyal dog and striped cat. For your Polymute and your Polico, they get layered armor yeah. sets where they just look like they look like the the old school Wii animal things that they used to have. Oh, um, are you talking about like Nintendo dogs? Nintendo dogs? Yeah, yeah, they look like Nintendo. Like the dog looks like a Nintendo dog. Yeah, he so. looks cute. I uh, you know, I'm I'm gonna pre-order it anyway, so like I'll have that. I hope that because some layered armor you can't change the color of. I hope you can change the color of it. Yeah, they'll um, give us more customization. Hope hopefully. But uh, did you see if you scroll down even further, there's a thing that says new characters and NPCs. Now, yeah, yeah. These are all the say, guys in the village. They look cool as shit. Yeah, I really like them. I they like them look like they could be the main cast of an RPG or like yep. a Tales game or something or yep. uh, some type of game. Like they look like they could be the oh. main cast. Speaking of these characters that you bring them up, two big things that I hope this means we're getting in some break. Right. Number one beards that one guy has a oh. fucking beard beard yes. all right so like yes please god add like real beards like i i just really hope we add some legit beards number two this is a big complaint early in rise they kind of fixed it because they added more but black hairstyles when rise first came out a lot of people complained that there's like no black hairstyles other than like fade and afro but <laughs> <laughs> I just watched a video on that. But, uh, what is it called? It was uh, uh, what are the the group of black guys that do 
RDC uh, or something yeah, like that. RDC, like, I think. RDC World, yeah. Yeah, I don't. I I love those guys. I don't watch them a lot, but when their content comes across my page, I do click it. And that shit was so funny. He showed it was a video where he was like in the character creation screen and he tried to find some black hairstyles and it was just a fade then he complained and they gave him just an afro and he took away the fade and he was like what the fuck <laughs> like you took away the fade like now i just gotta wear afro like we don't all have afros like what the fuck yeah so um that shit was funny they so when the game first came out that's literally all they really they had fade and afro but they added like different variations of like dreads or whatever yeah um and which like they, different braid variations they used to have that by the way there used to yeah. be and if you look at my character for you because i still have uh my old 3ds and it has for you and my save file is still intact actually mm-hmm. uh or rather i actually have i was able to transfer my save file from my 3ds to, to the switch the, to the switch yeah so i was able to do like some some voodoo and get it on there so i didn't have to do a bunch but my character anyway my character has purple uh braids and okay, yeah and they're kind of they're they're like the short the braids that come down in front of the face kind of and like so they're parted in the middle they hang off the side of his face and then they have these little like rubber bands at the tip so they look really yeah cool yeah, to yeah. Me. yeah the yeah. hairstyle looks so cool then i remember in other monster games you would have a braid hairstyle that was like for women and it would have the braids kind of off to the side and a big ring kind of like how Daenerys, okay. Daenerys would wear her hair braided yep. uh, it kind of would look like that but just on one side would have a big ring to braid and then the rest of it would be like straight back hair it was I don't know there was some really cool styles I was like yeah that's that's a style that black people can wear but so they added some of those like some of those in Rise already they're free DLC you can just like you can just go into the menu uh, like into the eShop and download them like they're free DLC cool. and you'll have them Um, but the 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 one new NPC, the black guy, he has like elf ears, or I guess, you know, wyvern ear, wyvarian ears, yeah, or whatever. Yeah, the yeah, black yeah. guy, like, very, like, he has like a quote unquote black hairstyle. Like, you know what I mean? Like, he's not, yes. he doesn't just have like whatever. Yeah, so, sometimes uh, we grow out our hair into like the curly top looking thing. He has yeah. that kind of messy, the messy fro. So I'm hoping that with Sunbreak, we get more black hairstyles and beards. I want fucking like real deer. Like, I need some beards, man. Like, some real beards. Yeah, no, the one guy, he looks cool. So he has on the white, like, cloak and everything. And uh, the white feathers on his shoulders. Uh, he looks he looks amazing. He has a, a wondrous beard. That would be really nice if we <laughs> do get that. But yeah, these people look more like hunters. They don't look like villagers yeah. at all. They don't look helpless. So I do, yep. I do appreciate that. Yeah, this game is going to be fucking awesome. I can't wait. We just spent... Like an hour and ten minutes talking about just a twenty minute trailer. A by twenty the way. minute, like, yeah, yeah. But like we could, like, yeah. That, there's a lot because when I saw the, like how you were saying, like if somebody's doing stuff and you're like dicked around in the hub. But when I saw, I got so excited just the fact that there's a new hub and just the idea of just running around the hub. You know, what I mean? like yeah, I just got so excited exploring, like the idea of exploring the hub, seeing the new characters, talking to the NPCs. Cause I, I just like I enjoy that and like flipping around and shit. And yeah, that's such a fun part of the game, dude. The Citadel. Too, when I saw that castle, I started snap. Like the way that new map looks is so clean. It like, looks very I, epic. Like very yeah. epic fights are going to happen at that Citadel. Oh, I can't. You wait can't for name that. a map Citadel and not make it epic. Yeah, it looks so damn good. Yeah, this is going to be one one of the best Monster Hunter games, if not the best Monster Hunter game ever. It's it's really hard for him to drop the ball. On this type of thing. So I, again, I have high hopes. I can't wait. All they got to do for me is give us a ton of more monsters to fight, which I'm certain they will. They've already revealing some monsters that are just so out there and new. And 
I love this whole Halloween theme or whatever you want to call it. Yep. Uh, Not at a living dead, like whatever it is. Also, I just want to say this. So Valkana was the Iceborne's flagship monster, and it looks really like Malzeno, but just an ice version. It looks exactly okay. like it. They have the exact same skeleton. You can tell they're made from the same artifacts. Like whatever artifacts were used to make Valkana, which is Kushala Deora, really. They use that to make this guy. And that one was called Iceborne. This one's called Sunbreak. There's some correlation there. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can kind of see that. But those monsters, despite being the flagship and they seem like the main threat, they ended up being not the real threat at the end. There's always yeah, something yeah. behind them that's way more ominous. That's I just I hope so much that you're right. And I'm I'm sure you are, but I'm just yeah. I hope you're right because yeah. like what that means is that there's more like there's more ideally more. every idea I just hope that's like well that means there's another monster. Like I just want there to be more monsters to fight, like oh, you know more what? shit to do. There's something else we could talk about. So to kind of like wrap up the monster hunter segment of this episode, um I like the idea of really, really big monsters, how they did Narwa. And everything and Ibushi, yeah 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 uh, what's he called Ibushi Ibushi yep. I like the idea of fighting these gigantic monsters that have these really large uh, cinematic attacks. Narwa's fight is epic. It's like still we- to me that is still such a fucking cr- the first time you fight Narwa is like mind like mind blowing. It feels like a moment. It, it does. really does feel like like I remember the music that the music and the feeling in my like chest. Yeah, you right? could Where- actually feel it. It felt, it really, truly felt epic because she does these huge attacks and these rings that she shoots out and yeah. these balls and beams. And the and fight then escalates. The fight escalates and it truly feels like they were like, you're going to have to use your wire bugs. You got to yeah. jump over shit yeah, and flip around. It makes you put like, together the things you knew. It makes you use everything you've learned so far, put it to use. Or yep, die. yep. So I, I really, really do um, like that a lot. Yeah, it's... It's really about that. And so I'll say all that to say, I'm hoping that they do bring more really big epic boss fights because I, for one, yeah. I enjoy those. I genuinely enjoy that type of thing. I don't mind it at all. I know some people are like, this is boring, but I love that shit. Uh, Dude, all Mother Narwa is cracked. Uh, that one's just hard, period. Like, <laughs> to the point where I didn't even go back to kind of like farm it and try to see if I can beat it quickly. And I, didn't, I don't even, because that fight is genuinely difficult and not in a way that i like by the way i feel like i'm just getting cheated like the He's one attack up. where it sucks you in yeah <laughs> I, I still you know i still don't know quite what you're supposed to do besides farcaster right like i don't as it's because <laughs> we failed we the first night he, he said, came out he said i don't know what to do other than escape rope yes I, I don't know what to do i literally remember the first night me you medina and i forget who else we all fought it and we failed and i was like I don't know what to do for that attack. Like you dive, but then you get up, you get hit by a pillar. Yeah, because you're getting sucked in, and then there's these giant like pillars from like the Dragonator or whatever yes. it's called spinning around, and they take seventy percent of your health. <laughs> so you get hit by one of them, and you're at thirty percent of your health, and you need to heal, but you actually just can't because there's another pillar coming, and you're getting spun around. It's it's a lot. And then and there's an explosion at the end. There's an explosion. <laughs> yeah, it's. <laughs> Yeah, that fight felt. I was like, okay, I'm not sure what Capcom is really on about with this one, but this is a bit oh, much for me. Boy. And when I cleared it and I got my whatever his jewel is or her jewel is called, I got a couple of those. 
I got all the things I needed to make like the armor and stuff like that and be done with it. And I was like, I'm I'm good on this. Like I don't need to keep oh, doing good. this. I'm I remember I used to farm Narwhal for fun. Like I used to yeah, yeah, yeah. farm the fuck out, not only for melding, but just because I like to get my time down. You can kill Narwhal in like four minutes. Uh, I thought that was really cool. That that's a thing. So I would go at Narwa with my light bow gun and see if I can beat my best time every day. And that's just a personal thing that I would do. And when that all mother came out, that shit was so difficult. I was like, I'm not, I'm not farming this. Like, I'm just not farming this. <laughs> so she's but, tough. One, I'm hoping for more. One quick thing, bit of a smaller note, less epic note, but still Monster Hunter before we're done talking about it. They showed um they showed a new little monster, like that goofy. He looks goofy like as fuck. Like a hyena, but it was like a... Yeah, man. like a hyena. He has like these bat ears yeah. or whatever. Uh, two things. One, I, I just love that little thing. He looks goofy I and dumb. I hope there's a great version too. I hope there's a big version. I just... Even though he'll be easy, right? Yeah, like, yeah. I know will be a baggy. Just a baggy skeleton. People, yeah, people get really excited and want to see the, um, you know, the hardest, biggest endgame monsters. Yeah. And all that's cool, but I also do like... You got to sprinkle in mid-game, early-game monsters. Absolutely. Give me a new... Master rank early game monster, this fucking hyena wyvern, whatever. Yeah, like that one monster that we fight, uh, Great Azuchi. Yeah. And he has a little pack with him, and they do that little thing where he calls the pack next to him, and he does that that flip, flip, flip move. Yep, yep. Like, yeah, if like this, that. if Melzino is the upgrade to Magnamalo, right, the new box art monster for right. Sunbreak, I want hyena to be the new Great Azuchi, right? That's Great Azuchi's like the. The start yeah, of the game of the and Magnamalo's again. We're in a new map, yeah. so yeah, that does that does sound cool. Also, uh, I wonder what they're going to do with the Rampage. They they hinted at there's like going to be another huge Rampage to start off the story or something, right? The reason why I asked that is because the Rampage was such a big part of Rise. That was kind of how it was marketed. The Rampage yeah. was actually the main marketing point. They were saying that Magnamalo is started to he's on the move, and that's making all the other monsters get enraged with his like Hellfire thing. Yeah, they painted this whole storyline about Magnamalo was causing the monsters to kind of go crazy, and so that's why the rampage was happening. And uh, it ended up being like you know Ibushi and Narwa that were really the behind everything. But I wonder if the rampage is going to play a big part, or if they're going to completely revamp it and give us something new and fresh. Because while rampages they can be fun, there's only so many that we can do before we're like, all right, that's enough of that. Like, yeah, it's weird. Rampages are they're cool, but they're also a little. Like, it, like one thing I don't like, somebody else said this before I said it, I don't remember who, but it was one of her friends, but they make the monsters feel less threatening, because, like, I'm yeah. killing 30 of them at a time. Yeah, like, it does kind of water them down, doesn't it? Because when you see two Rathalos show up at once, and a Rajang, and you just beat them all in less than two minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like, well, yeah, bang the gong, and now my Greysword literally just dealt 6,000. Yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a little weird, but... That said, I do like like the apexes and shit, right? A yes, apex monsters that, are cool as hell. That part was done really well. Um, that part was actually every time every week when they released a new one, when we got Apex Rathalos and he started the way he comes out with the fireballs raining from the sky that explode. I need that. I got hit. I got hit with a move. Maybe I already said this. I don't remember. I got hit with a move that I never got. I fought Apex Rathalos a bunch of times, normal Rathalos. But for the first time, this was a couple months ago now though. He, I got hit with a move that he literally picked me up with his talon, flew me in the air, and threw me on the ground. I was like, what the fuck was that? Like, it was, I never got hit by that before. <laughs> like, he picked me up with his talon, flew, and then body slammed me. Yeah, I was like, like, what the shit? He treated you like Ajinath. Yeah. I was like, what is that shit? Bitch, you came to my hood? You thought this was your I, hood? But they yeah. hinted at 
some other rampage happening that might kick off the story. Like, I think what I pieced together, this is my guess, Luna Garen comes to Kimura, and there's going to be a rampage, and that's going to key off us going to Elgato, and then uh, the land where they create captured cards, and um, <laughs> that's where we're going to do our new adventures, and it's going to be sick. But I hope that we get new Apexes, because in Rise, all the, a- like, the Apexes were hinted at really early on in the training room, there's a mural, like a stone mural. True, that was People cool. looked at the stone mural, and they were like, okay, these are going to be all the Apex Zemogar, monsters. Zemogar, Diablos, Rathalos, Mizutomi, yep. yeah, we saw all of them, technically. And that was all the Apex monsters. Like, we did know before we saw them all who they all were. Yep. So I wonder if they're going to be like, well, no, those are the only Apex monsters, or if they're like, well, fuck it, the mural doesn't matter anymore, here's more Apex monsters. Yeah, so Apex monsters are something cool that they could do more gigantic monsters like Narawa and Ibushi. Uh, ramp, like, what are they going to do with the Rampage missions? Because Rampage is... When Rampage has really lost it for me is when I realized I could pick the ones I wanted to do. Like, what do you mean? For example, we played a lot of Rampages where we went into them and we didn't know what we were going to get. We didn't know it was going to say... Uh, oh, yeah, when you found out, you could see the task ahead of time. You could see the task. And you could so do I just, set up hunting installations, which was broken. Yes, so I just would not join one if it was shit. I would look for them and I'll be like, well, this one's shit. And I'm not, I'm just not joining it. And yeah. once I saw that and I got to pick and choose. So I always chose the ones that were easier to do because like, why do I want to have to do 25 kill with ballista or something like, you know, like it's just like that. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Like I can, I can do it. And I have done every single thing that there is possible to do in, in the game. I've done it myself, like just by myself too. And with a team, but they're not fun to do. Like, we're being honest. Like, it just yeah, doesn't bring some, you joy to inflict 20 status bl- elemental blights. Like, that's just not... Yeah, some of them are like, you know, here... The other thing about Rampages is they're... A, the thing that's frustrating about them is that they're only fun with four people. Yep. Like, you can't do them by... your Like, they are not fun yes, by yourself. I've done a Rampage by myself, and trust me, I've tried... I went in with one of those sets that I found online that was like the pellet, rapid-fire pellet 2, and it was like a Teostra's light bow gun, rapid-fire pellet 2... You buff yourself with all these other crazy things and you just kind of mow down every monster. And it still took me 19 to 20 minutes to clear a rampage every single time. I was over it. I was like, it's one, doing it by myself was not faster at all. So it's the same exact time with four people. So I might as yep. well play with my friends and it's just funner. Yeah, because you guys can coordinate. You can be like, hey, like Fraser will be like, oh, I've got my my blast longsword. Like, yep. I'll get the status. I'll get the statuses and you'll be like, oh, I got this. I'll, you know, you, you yeah. know how to use the artillery before me. Like, I didn't I yeah, yeah. not use the artillery at all. And then you kind of was like, all right, fuck it. I'm just going to learn how to use this stuff. And you told me like, yeah, these are kind of broken. And I started using, them. I was like, holy shit, the ballista is broken. Once you learn how to, cause it, it slowly became a bit more, once you realize like, oh, the ballista could headshot with the one strike and yep. get stuns. Yep. Like, and then you're like, oh, okay, cool. Like this is, so there is stuff that, about it. That's pretty cool, but it's only fun for three at the least. But yeah. Like two people, it's just like, nah. I don't want to do this. Yep, I don't want to do Two or one. It's Every like, time somebody I, would be like, Can you help me with my rampage? I would just start to slowly ease out the room. <laughs> I just ease out. I'm <laughs> just like, I'm out. I'm going to head out. <laughs> yeah, I, I wasn't a big fan. Uh, but I'm glad that this this game has a lot of opportunity. And, you know, my, like again, my, my hopes are high. I know that there are some things Damn. that we will definitely able to complain about but i think for the most part course, it's just going part. to be a, it's just going to be a really fun time i agree i agree the only thing that sucks is that i think it's 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 going to come out at a time like it literally comes out i think one of the 
like on the day that I'm going to be like, and I work at nights and it's going to suck. Like, Oh, does but, it really? You already looked at that? Yeah. Cause it comes out. I think it comes out on a Thursday okay. and I, I work Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, but yeah. luckily I'm usually home around midnight. But unfortunately for like people with normal jobs that are during the day, they might be asleep, but like, Right, well, you know, I'm gonna come. I'm gonna come home at midnight and play the game, though. So yeah, well, I'll be up because I want to be. I'm gonna take off from work. Like I'm gonna use some time for that week. Yeah, yeah. I usually take that first week off of of Monster Hunter. Like whenever Monster Hunter comes out, I'm such a degenerate that I schedule off a week or two. Yeah, yeah. To just literally <laughs> not work. Hell yeah. So I will probably take a week. Uh, just to play Monster Hunter, just so that I can get out like the initial. Because when you first start, it's gonna be hard. We're gonna be doing master rank with our high rank gear, and we're gonna be getting hit hard as fuck. Mm-hmm. And the monster's gonna have new attacks. And I always, my I think my favorite part of Monster Hunter, besides getting to the point where you could build anything, is the part where you have nothing. The part, yeah, where, yeah, yeah, yeah. The part where you're trying to break into. I call it breaking in because, for example, when you go from low rank to high rank, I call it breaking into high rank. So you're using low rank gear. To mm-hmm. fight high rank monsters, so you're getting destroyed by Rathalos in high rank now. It's really fun. Where when you were fighting remember... a low rank version, you you would have Magnamalo on the low rank, and you're fighting a low rank Rathalos. So when he hit you, you're wearing armor on his level, so you don't take that much damage. But when you go to yeah. high rank, you get hit by Rathalos, and he's doing a new attack because it's high rank. First of all, the attack does way too much. Like his fireballs do entirely too much damage. Like they still do to me, and they're homing. Uh... And it's like okay, like but yeah, the breaking in, I love that part. What were we gonna say? I remember just even like uh, Great Azuchi. Like I fought yes. like high rank Great Azuchi, which is the first monster in the game. When I fought high rank Great Azuchi for the first time with my low rank armor, like I was like, "What is he doing?" Yeah, <laughs> it's just kind of wild, right? Getting uh, yeah, it's just like he beat me up a little bit, and I was like, "Oh shit!" Like I don't think any like we beat him on our first try. Like yeah. none of us yeah, fainted. Yeah. But no one's gonna lose. He hit us pretty fucking hard. Yes, like, it makes you get up and have to use a mega potion, not a potion, and you're like, "Okay, yeah. I need to pay." Normally, when I fight this monster, I just kind of spam the attack button until it dies. You have mm-hmm. to pay attention more. So I love that whole aspect where we're trying to break into the next high rank, and yeah, yeah. and our armor shit, our weapons are not hitting for any real damage. The monsters take a much longer to kill. They just take way longer to kill. It's gonna be so cool. We'll man. have to get like, right now. We're broken. Yes, we're so broken then, right now. If I load up right we're now, we're gonna get shown played, the world. I haven't played a game in almost a year, technically, because last time I played it was May of 2021. So it's been almost a year. And if I load up right now, my character is insane. Like I have Val Strikes armor. I have all the other armors. I have the the best light heavy, the best light bow gun in the game, which is pretty much the best weapon in the game next to the bow. I could just mow down any monster. Probably won't take me very long to beat anything. Yeah, I heard they're taking it out. That's one of the weapon. I wouldn't be surprised. They need to. Oh, shit's cool. So <laughs> we're gonna have to get acclimated to the the balancing, like whatever they they yeah, won't yeah. Re- they won't remove outright anything. No, no, no. <laughs> but they will lower damage. They will add frames of lag. They will decrease lag for what? Like they know what weapons we do not use. Like the lance and the gun yeah, yeah. lance are UU. Uh, underused they know that they have that data and they will use that to make those weapons more appealing in any way that they can that's so. what i hope i hope like even though like i i never waste a moment to uh hate on the light bogon but there's a lot of people that enjoy the game like the thing that's cool about monster hunter is that there's 14 play styles and blah 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 everybody has fun so i hope whatever the rebalance is they don't ruin anyone's fun like yes. i hope the people that really like using like bogon even if it gets nerfed or whatever a little bit i hope it's still really fun and it's not actually nerfed like i don't really yes. want anything to get nerfed more so just want other things to get buffed or just changed in a way that is still fun yes because at the end of the day the light bow gun that 
the Narga light bulb, and let's just call it out. The the Narga weapons, right? They uh, the Narga weapons are overtuned. They make they, they're overtuned, and it did kind of make the game a bit stale, and they're also ugly, which did not help. Yes, it's one thing if they looked cool, but they look terrible, all of them. Uh, I mean, I guess the long sword looks kind of cool, but anyway, they, I, I like the Narga switch axe, but for the most part, like I don't just, like most yeah, of the Narga. For the most part, they just do the not look. Weapons. Yes, and they're they're never the best looking in the the class either. You know what I mean? Like, so even if you do like the switch axe, there's a better looking switch axe for sure. Yeah, and that kind of bothers me for the time that you have to use it because it's just the most optimal weapon. The great sword. There was never a better great sword to use. It's still the best greatsword, and it's really frustrating. The only way for another greatsword to be better is you have to have a godlike charm yep. that makes it like even the playing field. But like I use the second best greatsword, which is the Rampage greatsword, yes. just because I've I reskinned it to look like Teosha's greatsword, which looks so damn can, cool. You can reskin it as many times as you want. Yeah, so I was like, all right, well, I'm going to use the Rampage greatsword because I can reskin it. And like if I could reskin any weapon, I guess I would care less, but I would rather just make more than one weapon good or just not make one weapon so, 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 so much better. Yeah, because it was weapon. so far away from everything else. When people would do yeah. the videos that had the the DPS, it would be like, oh, the Narga has 500 DPS with Valstrax, which is insane, right? As fi- like the, 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 the damage over time would be 500. And then it would say the, if you use a different weapon, it's really? at like 420. Yeah, it's like, it's so fun. Because it has white sharpness, good raw, white sharpness, and 40% affinity. Yeah, 45% crit and all that. Like, come on. And then it has a level 2 slot. Like, it has all of that and a level 2 slot. Whereas some of the other really strong weapons, like Tigrix has negative affinity, white sharpness, higher raw. So because it has negative affinity, though, it feels like, okay, these weapons are balanced the same. Everything like white sharpness, higher raw, yep. white sharpness, lower raw, a really high affinity, negative affinity. But then this one has a level two slot. This one has no slots. Yep. It's like, and when you do the DPS well, calcs uh, and you find out that the 45% affinity, if you do the math on it, so you have a 40, 45% chance to do 1.25 more damage. When you do the damage calc, you technically times it by that amount and it comes out to just be more raw than the fucking Tigrex weapon. Yeah, yeah. And then on top of that, like, because it has so high affinity, it's a lot easier to get it to 100% affinity, which means you can have more attack boosting, whatever. So ultimately, you just, it gives you so much more flexibility. It has extra gem slot, it has extra affinity. So it gives you so much more room to boost your damage. Whereas the Tiger X, you're like fighting to get your affinity back up, you know, and blah, blah, blah. So it's just like frustrating. The fact that it even has a level two slot is like, they just made this weapon so overtuned. Yeah, they were. So I hope that comes with the thing. They like, you know, they give things level two slots or whatever. Yeah, I do hope that they rebalance uh, a lot of the weapons out. Uh, I, I'm going to be honest. Uh, now, I say this to you all the time, but I'm going to say it on the podcast. I don't have high hopes for your great sword troubles, though, because every monster in the game has one. And- yeah, look, <laughs> here's the thing. I get there's going to be one best great sword. That's fine. I just don't want it to be far and away a million yeah. times better than second, All right, than so second let me, place. Let me be more specific. Every monster God, game has God one great sword that is so much better than God every other option. Now, what I will say, I told you in World, there was a guy who won a contest. I think he was a Redditor, but he won a contest, a design contest to create a great sword, and they made it the best great sword in the game. And it was mm-hmm. cool as shit. When you charged it, it had a jet engine on the back of it. Yep. And because of the graphics of the PS4, and everything it looked amazing when you charge that shit you did the fucking true dragon slash you did the flip and slam it it would have such a 
crazy amount of uh, jet fuel fire coming out the back of it that the slam on the monster's head, you felt it. It felt so intense. Like the part in, a, in an anime where, let's say, Naruto uh, punches somebody really, really hard and they do that really emphasized punch. Or I should say yeah, Luffy, yeah, yeah. Luffy better. He does a fucking Kong gun or something and you just yep. really feel feel it. I hope that whatever it is, it looks really good. Yeah, because like, for example, in the first version of Rise, uh, there was like, there was like three great swords that people used. It was like Tigrex, Nargakuga, Gossarag, and Diablos a little bit. Yep. Um, and they all were kind of used and they all were slightly different, but the Gossarag one looked really fucking it cool. the best. I it used that like one for a long time. It was like this big chunk of ice, and then it also had one of the... Rise doesn't have a lot of those effects where when you charge it, it does something different. Yeah. A lot of them don't do that, but the Gossarag one did have... It's, it has, like, a blue handle, and it's, like, Gossarag's arm. And when you charge the greatsword, it turns red, because, like, when Gossarag uh, enrages, his arms turn red. Yep. And I thought that was cool, and it looked cool. But then, like, after the version 2 patch came out, blah, blah, blah... That great sword just what couldn't yeah, compete once, with Nargakuga. Once we got to do, yeah, once the Nargakuga stuff came out, that was it. Like, and the Narga high rank stuff was just way too much. Um, and then we got the gems, like, because at first I remember they didn't give us all the decorations. They kind no, of weakness exploit and crit- critical boost weren't decorations. They just were not a thing. And once they gave those to us, that really broke the game. And it was like, okay, yeah. well, this game's pretty much done. It's solved. Like, it's te- technically it's solved. So. But yeah, greatsword, I'm going to be honest, I don't have high hopes for the greatsword, but every other weapon typically has multiple viable ones, unfortunately. So for you, anyway, like they, yeah, they have typically more than one. Uh, it's all good. Luckily, over time, like greatsword's my favorite, but I, I I play hammer a little bit. What they could uh, do for you, though, and they have done this in Iceborne, they will say, okay, like this will be the best greatsword, but then they'll keep releasing new epic ass fights. Usually it'll be uh what they call siege monsters. And those siege monsters would be so fucking hard, but they'd also always be an elder dragon. They'd be really difficult. You have to do it with 16 people technically. And that would just change the meta every time. And that made yeah, yeah. that kept Iceborne. See, that's fresh. cool though. That's exciting because the problem is the Narcoku Greatsword has been the best greatsword since the game came out. It has. And like when the game came out, it had competition, but then on the second patch, it there was no comp. It was yeah. just the best one. Once you could so, put weakness exploit into every single armor the same way. Like, yeah. Oh, no. So that it's level like two slot is that level two slot is insane on it. It's really good. So if, if they did something like that, where, you know, every other month there was a, a new best weapon, that would be cool. But also even, even if it's not the best, like I said, if they're just, so here's something that I thought was weird. When they announced the Elder Dragons coming to rise, right? Camellios, Teostra, Kushala Deora, and then a little bit after them, Velstrax. I was like, oh my god, this is so hype. Their weapons are going to be so fucking good. And then, like, they come out. These are Elder Dragons. Their weapons are blatantly worse than Nargakuga's weapon. Yeah. And it's like, why? Yeah, like, that, why? that really was uh, let down because... So I think with the Longsword ended up at the end of uh, Rise. The Longsword, the best one, I think, is the Camellios one. If I'm not mistaken... And yeah, that one is crazy. The Mirage, yeah, the Mirage Longsword, and it also is invisible. So at the end of everything, not only does it look cool, but it ends up being the best if you have a good charm and everything like that. It ends up being the best. It edges out whatever the next thing is, which I think is probably Nargakuga. It edges it out by a little bit, and that's great. Like, for somebody who wants to min-max, that is technically the best weapon, and it's an Elder Dragon weapon, so you don't feel like you're using some bullshit. Nargakuga, yeah. as cool as Nargakuga is, uh, I just don't feel like he deserves to have the best weapon in the game. 
not even close. Like he's a cool monster, but he's a cool like high mid tier. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. Like yeah. If, if he's a fighting game character, he's a high level mid tier. Yeah, he not not the apex. Like he's not the fucking end all be all. Like why is Teostra's nah. great sword not doing way more than yeah, it's, Naga's? It's so weird. Like I was so and Teostra's great sword. I love the way it looks too, which is why I made my rampage great sword look like it. Um. His greatsword looks cool. It's just weird. It's it has worse sharpness. I think the raw is not even that good. No, it's not. It it's got like an okay amount of blast damage, but like not really. And on top of all of that, it doesn't have a slot. I'm like yep. this greatsword's unusable to the point where like it's, I feel like Magnamalo's greatsword is actually better than Teostra's, which should it has a level two sense. slot and a level one slot. It, I think. I think you're right. Yeah, and I, so that, and, like stuff like that doesn't make sense. And what's weird is like it's frustrating even from a casual perspective. Some people are like, oh, well, you know, the game, blah, 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 play it casually. I do play it casually. I'm yeah. not a speedrunner. Yeah. I play the game. But from a casual, for fun, I really like the game perspective, I look at the Elder Dragon's Greatsword. I'm like, this thing sucks. Like, it's not. Yeah, it's not like, even like it's in contention for top five. So. Yeah, it's not. Be, like, that's the thing. To be clear, Kenny is saying, like, the Teostra Greatsword is just garbage. It's not even usable. Yeah. like It's, it's actually not a usable weapon. It's not even it's, that you're complaining about, oh, it's not the best weapon, because that's a different conversation, technically. Like, Yeah. You're just saying... If it was the fifth best weapon, I'd be like, alright, sick. It's not even usable, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so that's, 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 that's... That's the part that's frustrating, because... I, I totally get that. Because also, like, our original Elder Dragons from Rise, I know they're new Elder Dragons, but the original Rise ones, Ibushi and Narwa, their weapons for almost every weapon, not just greatsword, but their weapons also just suck. Like they don't have good weapons. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, that's the, right. Even at the end of the game, their weapons were awful. Yeah, the boss monsters of the game have trash weapons. Their weapons are unplayable, like, actually. What the fuck? They actually don't even come alive unless you wear the full armor set. Yeah, yeah. So it's like, like they do nothing this? without the full armor set. They do nothing. Yeah, and with the full so, armor set, they still do nothing. So pretty much. But uh, all of that to say. God damn, am I excited for Sunrise? I can't wait. I can't wait. This is going to be probably the best Monster game ever. I just think that every one that comes out pretty much better than the last because just just the quality of life improvements by themselves. We didn't even think about that, but there will probably likely be quality of life improvements in this next game that we don't even know what we want. Because I'm going to be honest. I don't even know if there was anything for me to complain about. You could teleport around the village in Rise. That was never a thing. You could just press a button and click yeah. weapon shop. Press a button, training grounds. Press a button, Kamora Village. Like that, just that was nuts to me. Pressing a button and teleporting. Yeah. Oh man, there's there's gonna be a lot. There's I'm also excited for like uh yeah, I'm also excited for just little things, right? Like I do like when there's little things at it that it's like, oh man, that's cool. And like maybe most people don't care about it, but it's like that's nice. I so like there that. is there okay, there is one other thing that I it just came to me. You talked about little things. This is kind of not a little thing though, but there was a clip where that guy Ang Beta that I follow on YouTube. I love his channel. He's really funny. Uh, Latino guy, I think. He he always makes these really funny sexual innuendos in his video. And he's a gun user. He only uses the gun weapons or range weapons, I should say. And he's always trying to cheese. His whole thing is about, I want to cheese it. We're going to find a way to cheese the monster. If you just sticky its head, how can the monster move? It's the best kind of cheese. He always says stuff like that. Anyway, he pointed out and almost no one caught it, including me, that there was a really quick clip in the trailer of a Pollock Mute, the dog. Oh my god, with fucking rocket launchers on its back. Yes. It had a dog. fucking heavy bow gun on its back. I saw that shit. I was watching it 
I, I watched the I watched the whole thing with my girlfriend, right? We synced it together. Nice. And I was, she does and play I was like, Monster Hunter. Yes. And she was getting super we were both getting hyped. Like when we saw when she, she actually when the new hub got shown, she was like, Oh my god, I'm so happy there's a new hub. Blah blah blah. Anyway, we're watching it. And I was like, did you fucking see that dog? The dog had <laughs> rocket launchers on its back. Like, the dog had, like, and it was, like, posted up and shit. Yeah. And he, brrr, like, he was just shooting. I was yeah, like, the what am I looking at? The fact that your dogs may be able to equip guns is just crazy. Like, that is <laughs> crazy. So, the game is probably already broken. It's the, I think we're going to get a patch in the first week to balance it again. Because this does happen. They fucked up real big. And uh, World was fucked up from the onset. There was just a gun that did a little too much too fast and it was the best gun well it was really the ammo i should say it was called slicing ammo and it was the best dps in the game by a mile the only problem with it was when you fought with it in a party it knocked everyone down when it got close to the monster yeah yeah so it wasn't fun to fight like if i'm using that ammo it's the best in the game but if you're using any kind of melee weapon you just get knocked back and it was a heavy knockback too it was the kind that makes your character flip backwards not the kind where you just kind of uh flinch it was a heavy knockback so it was really unpleasant to try to play a a non-ranged weapon when someone's using slicing ammo but the problem was the meta was slicing ammo so yeah. the online experience suffered and they fixed it not fast but they fixed it yeah 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 i got a feeling because this always happens with games they just oversights right something's going to be overtuned something might be a little too broken or just a straight up fucking glitch like the bow the the bow's glitch that it has in rise where it just can't like you're doing a cancel that they might have patched that finally. They might have fixed that where the bow can't shoot eight arrows at once. That shit is so weird. Eight arrows that hit for a hundred and something each. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, my great sword, I could charge three times and hit the monster in the head, and I might do twelve hundred. This guy just shot a salvo of arrows that did eight ninety. <laughs> like what, out of nowhere. Like what are we talking? Like, what are we talking about? And he's shooting, he's about to do it again. Look at him. He's about to do it again. He's about to do it. Something that I thought was cool. This is super random, but in the old, I didn't know this because I remember Medina saying that they changed the way the bow plays in world and so i saw in gu the, the bow is like a ranged greatsword where it like charges up yep. and stuff right the playstyle style was charge charge shoot charge charge shoot charge charge shoot. yeah yeah uh, that's interesting that they changed the way got completely plays. overhauled in world and if we're being honest it's way better because it's more interactive now yeah 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 like you charge cool. by sliding back and forth like you charge by dashing yeah and that's an evasive maneuver then they got in rise they give you another option that didn't exist in world where uh is whatever the one what they call a switch skill there's one yeah. where you when you uh when you dodge it doesn't charge up your thing to the next level but what it does do is if you dodge an attack at the perfect timing it hits the monster with melee damage that is actually extremely high and it takes your charge to the, the last level immediately so if That's you really good. so if you learn how to parry if you're a guy who is really good with timing and rathalos does a tail whip at you if you dodge it at the perfect moment you frame perfect it it doesn't have to be too tight even from what i understand i think it's actually kind of like nice but if you frame it correctly and dodge at the right time not only do you do an attack but you go to the last level of your shot so you don't have to go charge one two three four it just goes straight to yeah. four and you do damage that's legit that's legit yeah i dude it's fucking what's crazy is that every time we've said multiple times like all right we're done talking about monster I think I, I think i am and then i'm not and then like there's just so the game is so exciting it and is, they showed it's so good in the 20 minute thing they showed so much to dive into like for example i noticed in the clip even though nobody talked about like the the, pre the presenter didn't talk about it they just showed it real quick in a trailer but like the rocket launcher on the dog or shogun senator yep they did they were just shown really quickly yeah and it's it's exciting they're just like oh my god remember when when they showed this yeah i almost forgot about the dog with the fucking the heavy bow gun on its back like what are you doing that and, 
I lost it when I saw that. Yeah, people were like, well, will you be able to, like, if you equip a dog with that, will you be able to ride it? And I'm like, I don't give a fuck. We got to the I'll point, give a fuck. at the end of Rise, we weren't even using our dogs anyway. We were using cats because they were just broken as hell. And we the were just using a wire dog to try to uh, move around. Yeah. Between fast traveling so, to the camp, on you know, you have multiple camps. Between fast traveling and wire bugs, we were like, I don't need the dog to move around. Yeah, you, you, yeah, you don't. You you can just kind of do whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, the game is sick. I'm uh, I'm hoping for... I don't know what they'll add, but I hope one of the... So, the Greatsword has True Charge Slash, Rage Slash, and then in um in GU, they have this thing. It's like Lunar Slash or like Moon Slash or something. Yeah, the guy jumps kinda, up and does oh. like he does like a spin flip. Oh. Just give me that. I want that. Oh, and that like, move give me this spin so, flip. It's so cool looking, isn't it? Yeah. Like, give me the spin flip. They also had uh just like a cool move. Uh I think it's called like ground slash or something, but he oh, like, yeah, the drag the slash you like yeah, you like drag the sword on the ground and slash it up. The first time I used that, I was like, ooh, like I like how visceral it is. It, you can drag that shit. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, once you get so, the, the level three version of that, you really feel it. So yeah, give me I don't know. I'm I'm excited. I hope yeah, I hope we get more than just like one new switch skill for everything. I hope we get a you know, I don't know, a bunch of shit. Yeah, because we had like three, I think, or something. Yeah, I hope that we get a full, a fresh out of three, at least. A, at least yeah, a yeah. fresh out of three. Uh, okay, before we get out of here, I do want to give a shout out to our patrons over at Patreon. So if you guys aren't aware, we have full-length video versions of the podcast on our Patreon. We also have exclusive episodes that only drop on our Patreon. Uh, so check that out. We also have an I'm Nerd Discord that you can check out. And to get into that, all you have to do is subscribe to our Patreon at the lowest tier, which is three bucks. Uh, the people in the Discord, they not only do we talk about a bunch of nerd shit like throughout the day, like literally we'll just talk about Yu-Gi-Oh! and Pokemon and Monster yeah. Hunter. Especially considering there's there's not a ton of people in it because yeah. it's only the people on Patreon. Yep. It's, and it's, it's pretty active. Very- like, there's like, 20 people in there at the moment yes and every single day there's conversations happening in a discord so i really appreciate the fact that like we started this podcast we started this discord and people are legitimately in here every day talking about nerd stuff and letting like sometimes kenny and i won't even know what's going on they'll link some shit to us that's like okay cool uh so yeah check that out if you're interested in that type of thing they also vote on what the patreon exclusive episode is going to be they also give us ideas on what the next podcast episodes could be um this is how we ended up talking about cloud gaming a bit in the last episode because one of our patrons yeah. just brought it up and we figured you know this is something that we could actually discuss so if you're interested in that type of thing join our patreon at i'm their podcast and without further ado uh we have connie austin leon quest garen hylian tcg automotive silver chronic tyree tinsley dimitri barnes alexander brissett vinny casello dominic roberts game for yoshi alex flamer gay marini Henri reynolds cj dub k dad one saw at dabbers gaming cafe dan Vrabel, dennis milburn joseph marcello scott page red vines and last but not least and our newest patron first to home thank you guys so much for supporting us it goes a long way we really appreciate it as i always say do the things that make you happy guys i'm gonna get some fucking rest i am i can confirm he's very tired he's been awake since like 3 a.m i've been awake since 3 a.m watching i've been binge watching big brother i am extremely tired but um, believe it or not we had more topics today but uh, we actually had way more to talk about (laughs) and somehow we filled almost two hours with just a 20 minute monster trailer i guess it wasn't just the trailer we discussed monster in general but yeah we came in expecting to have to talk about other shit like game of thrones and reality tv and stuff and that just did not happen and that's good it did not that's great so all right but uh have a good day good night yep. so long game bout all right <laughs>